This is uh, chapter 24 of Callahan's Corner. I am your host, Danny Callahan. We are joined by a very special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself today? No. You don't want to introduce? Okay. No, I don't. This is Will, Will Lampy. So Yeah, well, I'm well, Will Lampy. <laughs> yeah, welcome to, uh, welcome to chapter 24. So you're pretty, uh, pretty excited to be here today. I'm, I feel normal. You feel normal? It's no offense to you, Danny. I... You you're just a regular friend of mine. Okay, so this, I'm excited to see you. I'm excited to be here. I guess. Okay, so you are excited. You're I'm, not, I'm excited, but <laughs> I'm excited, but uh, I don't think I'd, I'd make a special occasion out of it. Is what I'm saying. Oh wow! <laughs> no, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. You yeah, know, it is what it is. It's just run of the mill friend business, you know. Right. Well, this is the first episode for the viewers listening. Where we're using a professional microphone. Yeah, because I was being a little bitch about it. I'm like. Don't use your goddamn phone for this. Use an actual <laughs> microphone. What the hell are you doing? Right. You take sound quality pretty seriously. Yes, I take quality very seriously, even though sometimes I make very bad quality things. But right. with good equipment. <laughs> right. Well, like, so that's because your major is digital media production, correct? Yeah, I'm a video maker. Or I, I at least <laughs> try to be when I can get motivated enough to do so. Right. Yeah, so like, what kind of videos? Are you going for more like commercial stuff? Or oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're going for movies, I right? hate the entire world of advertising. I, really? Well, why is that? It's annoying. It's very annoying. <laughs> Example. The, the, the shit they have that they can keep tabs on you now of just... The kind of things that you like, they know exactly what you like. Yeah, are you talking about like through like the internet or yeah, just through like, the internet. Yeah, like but what about TV ads? Aren't those TV ads? Nice? Okay, those are different because I feel like those are getting more creative. Really? Although, there's some pretty interesting '80s ads I've seen. Like really? Old McDonald's ads. Yeah. Those are pretty interesting. Well, they got a just... Travis Scott meal now. So, yeah. yeah, I've actually tried that. That's pretty good. Oh, it is? A Traffy Patty is what yeah. they call it. Um, <laughs> Did you tell them Cactus Jack sent you? No, God, no. <laughs> I don't want to harass the McDonald's employees. Uh, right. My roommate, Seth, he got us uh, all a Travy Patty because mm-hmm. we just wanted to try it. And I've right. got to admit, it was pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> yeah. Um, How much are they? Six dollars, but... <laughs> Since a lot of people have been annoying the workers there, they moved it to where the promotion is only $6 if you order it through the app. Oh, okay. So if you try and order it in person, <laughs> you're not going to get it for $6. What are you going to get it for? Uh, like, think, overpriced? Yeah, like, <laughs> like they're, they're basically going to treat it like it was a custom order. So it's about, like, $9, $10. Nine, okay. So you're losing four dollars. You're losing four <laughs> you dollars for yeah. a pretty baller meal right there. Right. Um, and I, I don't know if I'll get hate for this, but I don't really <laughs> like McDonald's all that much. Oh, neither it's, do I. So I think but. there's just better food out there. I, I'm more of a Wendy's guy. Oh, you're a Wendy's fan. Yeah. yeah. I even I'd even put Wendy's over In and Out. In and Out is overhyped. Right. You've had In and Out. Yeah. But the king for me of all fast food. <laughs> Definitely Canes. Oh, Canes. Okay, Canes yeah. is just built different. Yeah, it's built different. It's like, just simply. It's just, it is simply it's the establishment of fast food. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's simply just different. different. It's really good. Yeah, it is good. Do you like the sauce? Is that what? Like, oh, the sauce is like crack to me. It's crack. Oh, cool. <laughs> I love it because you can go in and you can order like a whole cup full of sauce like a 32 ounce cup and I've done it before yeah I just love to see the reaction on on the cashier's face when me a, a nobody 
<laughs> just requests like a, an 18 or 32 ounce cup of just sauce. Right. Not even for a catering event. This is all for a single person. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all for you, 32 ounce of sauce. Yes. How long does it take you to go through that sauce? Oh, I mean, you can keep that shit for days in your, <laughs> yeah. in your refrigerator. Right. So it'll last you like a good week. Do you put it on anything else besides Yeah, uh, my roommates and I, we, we made salmon. And I was like, I wonder how really? yeah. this would taste it. Because originally we were just using the sauce for some tater tots that we made with the salmon. Right. I'm like... Well, now I'm curious. If I dip the right. salmon into the sauce, is this going to slap or not slap? Right. I'm telling you now, it's slapped. It does? It does. Really? I wonder, do you think it would be good on like a burger? The cane sauce on a fresh burger? Is that burger? even a question? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just asking what your opinion you know. we got to check the recording. Just make sure it's still going. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, because I, I hardly ever use Audacity. So. Yeah, that's, what we're, that's the uh, system we're using Because it's free. We don't got money for... Yeah, Stupid. we're poor. <laughs> Adobe, <laughs> Adobe Audition type beat. Yeah, we're poor college students. Yeah, you know? so we're gonna keep checking in on the recording, just make sure it's still doing its thing. Yeah, so we might be like, you know, cutting in and out. Well, not really, because well, you won't know. We'll just say oh, we're checking in on it. Yeah, you can tell. Will can tell this is very professional atmosphere. You I have am, your own podcast, right? Yes, I have my own podcast <laughs> with, uh, coincidentally, all my roommates. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my roommate. <laughs> Seth Monroe, Drew Donovan, and Neil Astacio. It's yeah. it's such a terrible podcast. <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's called The Hour Long Shit. Um, it's it's really not good, well, but it's fun. It's fun. Is it like a like a guilty pleasure kind of thing? Like it's, it's a guilty pleasure, but we initially started it as a way for mainly Seth and I to have a creative outlet to practice our editing skills, okay. and then because um, Seth and I are both. Digital, digital media, media production, production yeah. um, and it, it's definitely helped. Right. Um, and then Neil and Drew, who are graphic designers, they got involved and they've started making shit for us. Like Neil makes the thumbnails for the videos. Right. He sometimes animates stuff for us. I think our our third episode has an animated intro that he made in yeah. just a week. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh. So. I mean, I'm not telling you to watch it, but if you want to check it out, that'd be kind of dope. What kind of stuff do you guys talk about? Is it like current events or just, just Some, like I, If you can call it that, it's 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 kind of just us shooting the shit together. Right, kind of like this show. Just yeah, but then, it, but then, well, yeah, but this actually has some structure. Ours is just kind of, ours is just kind of chaos. Yeah. I. One of the times. On one of the episodes, I brought a jar of peanut butter. Yeah. Solely for the fact. Not not for the fact. Just well, just to stick my hand in the whole entire jar. <laughs> really? And eat peanut like chunky peanut yeah. butter out of my hand. Oh, it was just like a segment. Yeah, it's just show. a little segment, and right. I offered it to the others. Neil right. was supposed to bring jelly, and we were supposed to slap our hands together. Um, <laughs> but he forgot, so I right. kind of just ran that bit by myself. And right. That oh, you, did you did you put like one hand in jelly and then just like, no? Because Neil forgot the jelly, so oh, there was just no <laughs> so jelly at all. Just peanut butter. <laughs> but <laughs> if you know me, you know that I hate getting my hands dirty. Oh yeah. I like not in a metaphorical sense. Like I have no trouble killing someone if I if Whoa, I have to achieve okay, my goal. Geez. But I'm talking about like <laughs> if I'm eating food, I hate getting my hands dirty. It's it's a sensation type right. of thing. And for me to do that bit where I stuck my hand in a peanut butter jar. I, I was 
wincing inside the entire time. <laughs> I hated it, but yeah. I went through with it. There was also another time where I, I opened a whole can of root beer and poured it on my face. <laughs> and that was even worse, I'd have to say. So do you guys just do gross things on a show? Sometimes, <laughs> but like what I've done hardly compares to anything that any of the other guys have done. Right. Like Seth has snorted Fun Dip. Oh, that that sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, what did that did that how bad did that hurt his nose? Did he could he snort anything else after that? <laughs> I'll never know how it felt, and I don't think I want to know how it felt. <laughs> right, um, just a burning sensation. There was also a bit that I thought was real for a second where Drew brought a whole thing of like ibuprofen, I think, or Tylenol, and he just like downed the whole thing, and I was like, oh Jeez. my god. But turns out they were just Tic Tacs. Oh, so okay. as soon as I... Oh, then that's kind of funny. Yeah, as soon as I noticed, I took it from him and just downed the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. and and I, the uh, viewers are, like, worried at home. Like. I don't think the viewers would be worried. I think they're just annoyed. But, oh, you, you really? Yeah. So is I don't your... really care about viewership. I just care about, care about the editing, fun, having fun. Yeah. It's... We started right. that podcast when we all barely knew each other, so that was... So was it also a gateway, or, or a gateway to get to know them? Well, like, now we live in an apartment well, together. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. we're like yeah. the closest friends. Right. Um, but, it's like a squad, basically. Just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, for example, Drew, I didn't know him at all. Like, I, I knew him like because was, we or... both had... Well, he lived in Olsen. Right, yeah. Right across <laughs> from me. But, like, I didn't interact <laughs> with him besides... Us having our intro to human comm class, which is a public speaking class if you're yeah. not a Kent State student, because we got to be quirky and have our <laughs> class names be special. But right. yeah, uh, him and I took a public speaking class together, and that was pretty much our only interaction. And when Neil, Seth, and I were putting the podcast together, I'm, I'm like, we need a fourth person, but I don't know who it should be. Right. And we saw Drew, <laughs> we're like... He kind of seems like a like a fuck boy. <laughs> he kind of seems like he'd be he kind of a, yeah. a douche and leave after two episodes because he thinks because he thinks we're weird and that's yeah. the opposite of how it turned out. Drew's one of the most dedicated people I know. Really, he's also just a sweet guy. Right. So he's is he the most passionate one? He's definitely everybody. Everybody's super passionate about it. But Drew, like, he takes it really seriously. Drew took a liking to it really fast. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even sure I wanted to do this because I yeah. had already tried to do a podcast with my older friend group. And that didn't work out. Like at Kent or in high school? At Kent. Okay. Uh, with Noble Team. Yeah, Noble Team. Yeah. Represent. And just I did not, I did not fit in with their style. So. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do a second one, but right. hey, it worked out. But yeah, second's the best, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah second, second times to try. Right. In most so. cases, it takes me two tries to do anything. Like, I, yeah. it took me two tries to get my driver's license. Took me two oh, yeah. tries to. Get into college? Or well, no, for me to actually... Well, yeah, because yeah, okay, okay. Uh, I didn't get into University of Cincinnati's graphic design program, which is what I wanted to do, and I should have taken that as like kind of a, a sign that a I sign. shouldn't be doing graphic design, <laughs> yeah. and it took me two semesters to figure out what I actually wanted to do, because right. I failed graphic design, got oh. put on academic probation, I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh, so you probably you're, find something yeah. else to do. Your second major, a second my second major was DMP. It's what I'm in now, and I arrived to that conclusion because I remembered <laughs> in the past, just like through childhood, uh, my best friend 
uh, Angelo and I, we'd always make videos and I'd always edit them because I like doing that type of right. thing. Um, so in, your, in the realm of DMP... And I'm like, well, hey, is, DMP's... Yeah, DMP's yeah. your thing. Or... I think that might be an area for me to shine in. Right. So far, I've shined very bright. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt. Back oh, no, you're good. Yeah, no, I'm so... terrible with interrupting, too, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, no, you're fine so far. Um, but um, what I was going to ask is, uh, so it, like for DMP... Would you say editing is your favorite aspect of it? Because there's a lot of aspects for reviewers. There's like the film part. There's the uh, you know sound and like is editing your favorite? You know. So that's a little bit of a tricky question because when I went in, I I thought I kind of just want to be an editor because I don't think I'd be good at directing or sound or anything. Yeah. Just kind of the way that I am. Yeah, it takes me a while like to warm up to people. Yeah. But it turns out I am into bossing people around. Oh, okay. I love directing. That shit is so fun. Yeah. Um, Have you directed anything? Just kind of personal projects I've directed. Uh, All right. My friend Seth got me into directing because he's also pretty good at it. He also yeah. taught me how to edit when I switched my major, and that yeah. really saved my ass. Because <laughs> yeah. he went to a technical school for just for editing, editing. Yeah. for two years before he came to college, which is why he's the oldest of all of us. Right. But he's been a great asset and a great friend to have. Uh, right. Yeah. For editing. Or just, or just yeah, for general, editing. Yeah. I mean, everybody is just really good to throw ideas around and yeah, kind of... It, it's fun to see the way our different talents can work together. Right. I mean, not just in DMP, but even in the real world. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, I would absolutely think of starting a fucking post-production business with those guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'd so. be really fun. I don't know if we would, if we'd be able to get it off the ground, but it'd be worth well, no, trying. Well, yeah. I mean, you can do. You know, you can do what you want. You know, anybody can get off the ground. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of people don't get off the ground because I mean, that's the thing people have fear with is it's a very yeah. risky major that know. it's it's definitely something i fall prey to is because i i have a lot of ambition but at the same time i i tend to shoot myself down okay um you know the saying you're you're your own biggest critic yeah and i think that rings true a lot with me really because whenever i think i have a really good idea for something i want to do and i don't end up doing it because I'm just right. like, no, this is going to be shit. I, I hate this. I, like, There's right. people out here who are better than me. Why should I try at all? And I get that a lot. And sometimes it, it takes a lot of energy to like fight past that and go through with something. Right. For instance, the podcast. <laughs> right, yeah, because at first you're like, oh, there's people who I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> right, yeah, there's people who have better platforms. Yeah, and yeah. how it went was uh, Seth and Neil... They kept nagging me. They're yeah. like, "Hey, are we gonna do the podcast?" I'm like, "I don't want to talk about it." Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you say that's like not just like outside DMP? That's with like most that's with life. life. Oh, yeah. definitely. But, I I like, shoot myself down almost ninety percent of the time. Well, well, why is that? Do you think it has to do with like your upbringing, or do you think it? Not my upbringing. No, I had no, a I wonderful mean, upbringing. Okay, yeah, I'm not trying to talk. Trash or at least about I like to think I did. Um, right. I just think it has to go with. Things that have happened in the past, you know, fear of rejection, whatnot. Right. Um, like reject, like throughout, like grade school or school yeah, life. And high school. <laughs> just, I know I'm capable of doing stuff. That much is true, but. Right. It's hard. It's hard to actually like follow through. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because. So there's some days where I have a lot of energy, 
and I feel like doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, and you're fired up, ready and to go. I'm, I am. I feel like cracking on, as Dylan would say. Yeah, cracking on. I feel like going coast to coast, like butter on toast. <laughs> yeah. But then, just other days, I feel very low energy. I feel heavy, and I don't feel like doing anything or talking to anyone. Wow. And, yeah. Uh, and then usually I just go and fuck off to my room and look up at the ceiling for a few hours. But a few hours, how, yeah, geez. for a few hours. Sometimes when I'm feeling that way, I just go outside and I walk to this particular area on campus and I set up a hammock and I just lay down on it, and look up, yeah. enjoy nature, and I feel a little bit better. Is that the Taylor Hall? Yeah, field? yeah, yeah. That's where Dude, there's goes. <laughs> there's this like little area where there's these three trees that are lined up like a triangle. Yeah. It's perfect for hammocking. That is my spot. If any other of you people listening know what spot I'm talking about, stay off of it. That's my spot. <laughs> right. If I see anybody else hammocking there, I'm gonna I'm going to throw some feces at them. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of feces? You know the kind. I don't. My kind. <laughs> oh, oh god. That's nasty. Yep. This is a family show. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> if you have me on it, it's not family oriented. <laughs> Dude, I thought that chapstick had the Blue Lives Matter flag on it. I got a little oh, bit wait. worried for a second. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I don't know. That would be bad. I would not have checking the in? Blue Lives Matter. Oh, yeah, we're still checking in. and hey, we Looks like we're be, doing fine still. We seem to be doing pretty good. Yep. So, but yeah, but so what would that like, what would you, how would, what would you react to if you saw the Blue Lives Matter? Because I'm, I'm not into the Blue Lives Matter. Just, does the Blue not, Lives Matter movement make you really angry? Or? I'm not the type of person... Who, for instance, when I see like the MAGA crowd or the Blue Lives Matter crowd, if I see anything from them, I, I just feel like it's a giant waste of energy to yell at them or right. say anything to them. I kind of just keep going on and also lose a bit of hope. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what's the what's this? I might sound stupid here. What's the MAGA crowd? The MAGA. Oh, the MAGA. Yeah. Sorry if I said that weird. It's the Donald Trump crowd. Oh. Okay. Um, Make America great again. Yeah. Okay, Matt. You're okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, I see. I just... So you lose hope. <laughs> I'm like, just exhausted. With this whole year? or just Yes. <laughs> I, I, I don't know anybody who isn't. Just... This whole year is utter bullshit, honestly. <laughs> I hate it. Right. And just seeing all these things happening is exhausting, even though I've never experienced them. Like, I, I don't know... The Black Lives Matter struggle, I support them, I try to be an ally, but at the end of the day, I'm never going to know their struggle, I'm never going to understand right. it, right? We can't understand it, because right. we're both white. Right, because <laughs> <laughs> we're both white, yeah. Um, but I, I, I really do try to be as best an ally as I can, it's just sometimes I feel like it's all pointless. <laughs> Because well, I mean, I don't know if it's entirely pointless. I, I know it's not pointless. It just feels like... Like, I'm, your voice does matter, it, you know what I mean? It just like, feels like I'm not making a big enough dent. Okay. So then I start to lose hope for the future. And, you know, it's it's a thing that comes and goes. I regain hope, I lose hope. Right. All that. It's just... Is I that, can't imagine how exhausting it is for the people who actually have to go through with it, is what right. I'm saying. I don't want to sound disingenuous, but... Fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, even COVID's really yeah. horrible. COVID's really been chipping away. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
What are your thoughts? I mean, were you freaking out about COVID when it first happened? Because I can't really remember it. I feel like at the beginning, everyone was kind of like, this is bullshit. I actually <laughs> remember in November of last year, I was scrolling through Reddit, I think. Yeah. And I saw something about like, oh, about new virus, virus located yeah. in China. I'm like, oh, at least it's in China. It won't ever come here. <laughs> Fast forward to fucking January. March. It's yeah, oh, here. January yeah, I think here, it was yeah. in Washington State, right? That yeah, was the first Seattle instance. was like, yeah. Yeah, but nothing happened until... After my birthday, yeah, that's another story. Yeah. So my twenty-first birthday, if you don't know, is uh, it was March fourteenth. Yeah, that pie happened. Day, yeah. yeah, pie day, and I'm <laughs> yeah. also very bad at math. So. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, your make birthday. of it what you will. Um, yeah. On my birthday last year, or no, this year since it's still twenty twenty, <laughs> <laughs> it already feels like it's been ages. <laughs> um, I went to our friend Dylan's house, not house, his apartment, because it was also what uh, the college kids call fake Patty's Day. Right. Um, <laughs> and COVID was becoming an ever so looming threat, I guess. Yeah. We all knew something was well, going to happen. Like they were shutting down on campus. Yeah. And um, stuff. So yeah. we, Dylan, thank God, gave me one of the most unforgettable birthday experiences ever. We went out really? to bars, even though we shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> 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 and then uh, Seth joined up later. It was it was just really fun. Um, yeah. And then immediately, the next day after, everything got shut down. The students got sent home, campus shut yeah. down, and that's, and here we are. Right. Yeah. Basically. Well, at least you got to, like, party like it was the end of the world, right? Yeah, I, we absolutely... <laughs> Is that what it felt like? Or? Yeah, it, I, I mean, I didn't think we were going to get shut down so soon, but I right. had a good birthday, and I'm thankful for that. And do you remember how we were supposed to come back in April, too? Yeah, and we were supposed that, like, to. Oh, it'll, year. <laughs> it'll all be down to zero by May. No, it won't. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, but COVID. I'm thankful that I at least got to spend time with my friends and Right. I feel like I remember asking you in March, I was like, yeah, well, you know, they should be telling people how to build up, build up their immune systems, and you're like, oh, if you want to build up your immune system, catch the fucking virus. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> so, but, no, but really, I mean, that's a problem that I've been talking about since the beginning. You know, this is bullshit. Like, why haven't they, there's nothing about how to build your immune system, you know, what kind of vitamins to take, like, what kind of Oh, it's because it doesn't work. Like, you basically, it's kind of a gamble. If you get the virus, you just have to hope you survive it, which, like, us youngins have a better chance of doing so. But even then, you have a big chance of losing up to 30% of your lung capacity, even if you survive the virus. Old people, the chances are even lower, and I was scared shitless, because when we got shut down, my mom texted. She's like, yeah, I'm sending... Um, your father up to pick you up and bring yeah. you home because this shit ain't flying for us. Um, and yeah. if you remember, the first outbreak in Ohio was in Cuyahoga County. Yeah, that's like, right yeah. next to us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to go home because uh, no offense to my parents, but they're kind of old and right. I I don't want to give them the virus. Right. Yeah. Like my parents are like. 50s and early 60s. Yes. If they caught it, that'd be horrible. Yeah, my dad is 60 years old. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of your family members are older too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know my uh, of yeah, my know, family actually because your you're, Bill, right? you you know my uncle Bill who was uh, Bill Weisner yeah, Bill Weisner yeah. uh, well I went to Waterson so Waterson people listening to this he's Bill Weisner's like uh, nephew nephew right? yeah, yeah I am uh, 
right. And if any people from Upper Arlington High School are listening to this, by yeah. any chance, do you know anyone? I know here? some people. It, well, if Not any a large of them are, crowd, yeah, <laughs> if any of them are listening to this, there's a good chance your chemistry teacher was my father, Mr. Oh, Lampy. Okay. Oh, yeah, Will Lampy. There yeah, you know. I am uh, son Lampy. of Lamp. <laughs> son of Lamp. But yeah. But we were talking about the pandemic. So yeah. Did Did you feel like? Because I felt like in April, it felt like a, like an apocalyptic movie. Like I was calling people. Like I was I was really afraid of the virus. I was like in April. I was pretty terrified. I had my fears, but I don't think I felt as if this was an apocalyptic thing. Because <laughs> I, I <laughs> kind of just went with it. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh well. Right. I mean, like at well, first, I was, I was, I was thrilled that school got shut down. Oh, you were. I was so thrilled. I'm like, oh, I can just sleep. I remember I I just kept sleeping in for like two weeks. I'm like, this is great <laughs> because that was when the entire faculty and I was still trying to figure out what the hell to do. Right. And meanwhile, I'm just, just enjoying myself. But after a few months, I'm just like, I kind of miss doing things. Yeah, and going to restaurants, and going to classes too. I. I mean, like, it's it now, fast forward, it's almost October. Yeah. Everything's uh, still online. Honestly, so. I'm probably going to stay here an extra year. I think next you year. Think so? Yeah. I think COVID has definitely thrown a wrench in my original four-year plan to graduate. Really? Because um, I was supposed to do an internship in the summer. Uh, this past summer? Yeah, I was supposed to hopefully work with Adult Swim, which is... Oh, that would have been really cool. Dream That's right your now. dream? Yeah. But that didn't happen because COVID just... Struck at the most lovely time. Um, yeah, well, and it's really bad in Atlanta. Yeah, and so. I can't even graduate until I get an internship. So I think I'm just going to focus all my efforts for the spring semester towards an internship. And then right. in the fall, I'll finish my last semester. Well, I'll then, stay at my apartment an extra year. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, don't you guys have like a senior a senior project too? So like, yeah. Try not to so do like, good luck man. with doing that because we'd have to rent out <laughs> equipment and all that. That'd be hectic. Yeah, because like, I heard you and shout out to Zach McDowell. You guys were complaining about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, shout out to like, Zach. He's McDowell. like, how am I supposed to do my senior project? How am I supposed to do this? <laughs> yeah, no. Look, I'm more worried about getting actual real world experience with an internship. That, yeah, like senior project can go fuck itself. I, that that'll be <laughs> that'll be easy. I got a lot of ideas that I can do, but how many people? People are gonna do coronavirus. Oh, so many! <laughs> you already know so many people are gonna make like original documentaries about coronavirus or documentaries about Joe Biden. And yeah, <laughs> and you know why? It's because it's the easy way out. You think so? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the easy way out. Yeah, because we've seen an actual legit pandemic play out. So yeah, all and pandemic I'm not saying will take this formula. Like, for, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be interesting. I'm just saying it's a coward's way out. Yeah, it's not original. Uh, yeah, my my train of thought is, even if we're in a pandemic and maybe on the brink of a civil war, that yeah. shouldn't stop you from having creative ideas. At the end of the day, the reason I'm in this major is so I can have an escape from my problems, right? And put my creativity to use in a right. way that a gets me paid and b. Uh, makes me feel fulfilled in a way right let's let's go back to a point you just made you said we're on the brink of a civil war oh god (laughs) i mean do you want to do you want to elaborate because i I, I kind of i can kind of see what you're saying i don't know if i want to sound like a centrist or anything but because i like you know me i'm like the biggest leftist anybody would know really i I mean i know a lot of hardcore yeah i'm i've 
this whole year has pretty much radicalized me in a way. Well, this I, year's made me a little bit more. Yeah, too. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny to think about because I know that when I was in high school, especially towards senior year, I was like more conservative. You think? Or? I was definitely more moderate. I had very liberal views, but I was kind of. You're kind of like trying to see both sides. Yeah. Or, yeah. I kind of try to see both sides. I think I still do, but it's like. Yeah. At this point... It's tricky now. It's really tricky. It's um, really hard now. Um, I, I never think, thought I'd get to this point. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Well, it's bad for a lot of reasons. I mean, I think the virus has, like... is a good example. It shows how, like, ununified a country is. Yeah. You know, people don't want to wear a mask. The big instance. thing... What started it was just Bernie Sanders talking about wealth inequality. Yeah. And I can see it kind of... Just, you know, if you go through downtown Columbus, you're going to see a whole variety of yeah. people who make all sorts of money and people who barely make enough. And right. in my own personal experience, it, I mean, it means kind of nothing coming from me, but I was raised middle class. So I always thought my parents were doing really well. Um, I grew yeah. up in Worthington, Ohio. Uh, we yeah. had our house. But as soon as I graduated college, my parents put the house on the market. I'm like, that's not right. Uh, yeah. What's happening? And they're like, yeah, we can't afford this house, and also we don't have a need for it anymore yeah, because all the kids are gone. All the kids yeah. are gone. Right. Um, I'm like, okay, so what's the problem? You're not making enough money. Like, my yeah. dad's a teacher. He should be making a lot of money because all throughout high school, you you have all these kids saying, oh, dude, teachers make bank, <laughs> yeah. and that's just not true. It, is, <laughs> it yeah. really isn't. My yeah. I was like. Dad, how much money do you make? And he just kind of scoffed, and he's like, not enough. <laughs> that, that man's been teaching for, I think, almost 40 years. Wow. And, yeah. Is that the same with, like, like principals, you think? Vice principal, like, people who are higher up in the yeah, school? Yeah, I'd say so. You think, you I'd say they may, they're a little bit more comfortable, but still, it's like... The whole education system, the workers get... Like, like my shafted. parents live in a, in a house now that they rent. It's like, their rent's, like over 2000 a month and they still kind of struggle with that well they've been struggling more since with covid my mom got furloughed right. for a few months thankfully she's back on the clock right but yeah yeah it's, but where's just people graduate who graduated and like yeah. going into job markets with covid and well that's the thing there's no winners here because yeah. no matter what like i'm thankful i'm still in college when this is happening so i don't have to worry about losing a job but right. at the same time this is like probably either my last or second to last year here and i don't see this letting up anytime soon right. so yeah I the heard job somebody, market's gonna be pretty rough yeah i agree it's, it, it, yeah i heard somebody say that this isn't gonna be under control until november 2021 <laughs> the other day yeah i wouldn't be surprised but yeah, on the opposite yeah. end of the spectrum, you have kids who just graduated high school. Their first year of college right. is going to be completely online, and I feel bad for them. Because my first year here was just, Great, yeah. Well, <laughs> well I, I had a great first it was, year. It was a great drama. learning experience, yeah. and there was a lot of drama that I I guess I started. <laughs> um, oh, okay. You, do you want to go into that? No, I don't. I, <laughs> okay, I don't, don't want to go yeah. through it anymore. I think a lot of people right, have heard that story on. already. Oh, okay, gotcha, um, yeah. Even though some of that drama wasn't anybody's business but mine. Right. And if it wasn't about anybody, how it goes, you know, if yeah. it's drama, everybody finds out. It was about drama it. pertaining to a girl. Um, and, oh, of course, yeah. Uh, 
I really, it, it, it really messed, well, for the sake of keeping it private, I'm not going to say her name. Right. Uh, her and I are still good friends now, but I really did uh, <laughs> enjoy her company, <laughs> but all that drama really messed with me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where it's like, okay, I don't want to do this. Because right. everybody seems to hate me because of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Interesting. That's... Are lastly, you... that drama wasn't anybody's business but mine. Right, of course, yeah. But that's that's, that's just the Yeah, end we of can it. move on. We can stop yeah, there. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Well, it's just like the past is just a story we tell ourselves, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So, you know... But You're gonna check up on that. I, I, yep, just, yeah, did. We're, just did. We're, we're still good. Yeah, we are perfect. Yeah. So solid. Uh, so you see. grew up in uh, Worthington. Didn't you, you said you went. You used to go to private school. I used to go to... to a Catholic school. <laughs> right. um, shout out to if anybody from St. Timothy's is yeah, listening. We, we might to have us. some St. Timothy or Bishop Watterson people that I knew because I knew people from St. Timothy's who went to Bishop Watterson. Right. Um, Aren't, you know uh, the Kellogg family pretty well. Kellogg, yeah. <laughs> like, the twins, Brett Kellogg. Yeah, yeah. I, I think those think are more my my <laughs> my brother was more acquainted with them. I think. Oh, okay. Ben Lampy. Uh, okay. I, I don't think I ever talked to the Kelloggs. Hey, that's cool. You know, that's um, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is a segment where I'm going to start listing off a bunch of people I knew from Catholic school. Right. Uh, Jessica. Lorenz. Lorenz, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natalia Francescan, who I think... She goes to Kent. I yeah, think. she does. Yeah. She's in fashion, I think. Um, Christian <laughs> Senna, who was my first friend at uh, St. Timothy's. My yeah. mom always brings up the story of how on the first day of school in kindergarten, him and I held hands oh, really? <laughs> walking into the building. Um, Liam McGinn, who I have not talked to in a long time. <laughs> what I do remember about him is that he was absolutely tall. tall as fuck <laughs> and he did karate i'm pretty sure he's oh, a black cool. belt um yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, have you ever he, he was he was a good or... friend to have you you yeah. can always count on him to protect you <laughs> right his dad was also an artist still is i think yeah let's see who else is there there's nicole keller megan keller uh the twins there's making carol uh <laughs> Who I was sweet on in oh, yeah. kindergarten. <laughs> really? Yeah. Kindergarten I remember crush. that. Yeah. I just remember that. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Thomas, who goes here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always thought of him as my my school bully. Really? Low, low key. He, he seems was he like more. the Caruso of Saint Tim's? Like, Where have I heard that name? From Caruso. Everybody Hates Chris. Like, yeah. No, um, like, I don't know. I always thought he was kind of mean, but he actually recommend, recognized me here at Kent because he also goes here too. Yeah. And I talked to him for a bit. He seems all right now. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah. David Michael, if you knew him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting kid. Did you know, uh, no, what's that guy's name? A red-haired guy, David. David Schoolage. Yeah, David Schoolage. That is my man. Yeah. I don't. I wasn't yeah. like super close with him, but he always seemed really cool, and I hope he's doing well. Did you know? Did you know he didn't go to St. Thomas? He went to UA, but he was a part of a parish. Do you know Ethan Dunn? No, I don't. Okay, uh, he, I met him at Jets Pizza. So Gage yeah, Freeman. That's of. another name. Gage Freeman, who and was Ryan associated. Dahl. Yeah, and Ryan Dahl, because yeah. I always associated them with uh, David Schoolage. Especially oh, really? Gage, because they used to be really close friends, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, 
Interesting. You know, you seem to have a big network. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's tons more, like Brianna Riley, Celeste, Van Winkle. Uh, How many people were in your class? I don't even remember. Oh, Elizabeth. Uh, what was her last name? I forget. Elizabeth oh, that's not King. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Down with the King, right? Anybody right. who like, <laughs> I like, I love this because it's just only you and I are gonna get this, or like anybody who from our hometown. Yeah, it's very specific. It's very specific, but people from Ken are just not gonna understand. Well, somebody in Kansas is gonna like, what the hell? <laughs> just, I don't care about all these names. What the hell are you just talking about? Just, like skip through all of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're going to have trouble skipping through it on Spotify. Yeah. We should move on from this segment because it's just going to be two hours of us listing off classmates that we knew. <laughs> and uh, well, it's But fun. before we do, yeah. Uh, yeah. if I had said your name or if you knew me <laughs> back then, first of all, I am sorry. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I I would be open to talking to you. Uh, okay, again? Yeah. Well, why are you Catching sorry? Up. Well, I just think I was... For name dropping, or are you sorry? Because well, yes, for that, but also because <laughs> I think the main reason is because I think I was just kind of really weird, right? Uh, back in elementary school, and well, everybody's weird. Yeah, but I just you were too. When weird. I think of my my old self, I think I just I annoyed people a lot. Okay, that or I was very timid. I can't really remember. Were you pretty hyper when you were younger? I don't know. <laughs> you don't remember? Yeah. I'm pretty hyper now. Right. I mean, I was I was weird in grade school for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I was always kind of quiet though, like for sure. From like, I remember when I first met you. I, I think I I told Dylan that you reminded me of uh, who's that one serial killer? Whoa. Okay. I, wow. That I everybody heard, thinks man. is super attractive. Oh, Ted Bundy. Yeah, you kind of reminded me of a young Ted Bundy. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that's a good thing, but, well, I, that's okay, I guess. No, man, you're attractive. <laughs> well, that's, that's the positive. I don't want to be a serial I don't think you player. act like Ted Bundy. Right, yeah. No, I'd be worried if you did. No, yeah, Ted Bundy's the worst. Yeah. Asshole. But <laughs> I don't understand people who idolize serial killers. Right. I did have a bit of a phase where I was obsessed with, like, Slenderman and Jack, Jeff the Killer or some shit. Right. That was cringe. <laughs> cringe. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it's kind of interesting to, like, try to figure out where they can't, like, why they did what they did, you know? Yeah, it's interesting to see... Because I think there's more to it than they're just crazy. Yeah, there's a psychology behind it, but psychology's not my thing, so I'll never know. <laughs> really? You're not into the social sciences? Yeah. Just... So, not Daniel. Oh, you got a question for me? Yeah, right? I've got a question for you. All right, you throw the it to the The interviewee becomes the interviewer. Yeah, that's what... Yep. You and I are both Columbus boys. That This <laughs> this much is true. Yeah. But I don't know anything of Bishop Watterson, even though my brother and sister went there, and right. all my older, you don't know anything about less connected school. friends <laughs> went there. I went right. to Worthington Kilbourne High School. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah I turned into a band geek. One okay. of the cool band geeks because I was in Drumline. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I made a lot of friends there. I think that's the only reason I really survived, besides the fact that I had my friend Angelo who lived across the street from me. <laughs> yeah, he went there. He helped me make some friends when I first moved, transferred schools, which was yeah. really helpful. Because weren't you going to go to Watterson? I was supposed to, but that, that my parents figured it's really expensive to go to private school and yeah. they already sent and two really kids through. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's exactly what my brother and sister said. It wasn't worth it. I, I don't think they have very fond memories of Bishop. I mean, everybody has fond memories 
but none of it pertains to the so, actual school itself. Is that, so what's your question? Is your question about the school? What was? How was your experience? My experience. Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you, you for getting me back on track. I, I kind of was no, going you're, off you're on perfectly a fine. Um, <laughs> well, if you go back to for a viewer, if you go back to chapter two of Callahan's Corner, I sort of reveal that. But no, we'll we'll refresh the new viewers. You know. Um, I don't know, high school, like, I've been thinking about it more, like, during the pandemic, because I've gotten time to, like, reflect more, and, uh, I definitely, you know, I got to also interview a lot of people I didn't know that well in high school, but, like, and some friends from high school, but yeah. it was really cool, like, interviewing people who were acquaintances, because it's like, oh, some, like, they think some of the similar things I do, or they aren't even thinking at all, well, no, they were thinking, but, you know, I'm not trying <laughs> to hurt anybody's feelings, whatever, they don't know who I'm talking about. It doesn't. Well, Maybe they'll know. They might figure it if out if they think it's them. They might solve it. Well, anyway, no, yeah, I didn't really enjoy it that much, to be honest. Um, like, I would not send my kids to Waterson. Um, I wouldn't send my kids to a Catholic school. Period. That shit was yeah. not fun. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like I just think the uniforms was bad. Oh, those were the worst. Okay, uh, the regular uniforms were were the worst. That same yeah. Tim's, you had the maroon button-up shirt, the khaki pants, and the girls had like the little right. jumpers. But what I did like were the gym uniforms. I always thought those were super comfortable. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, Waterson was bad. Like the uniforms were black pants. Um, oh, I remember white, white shirt, shirts yeah. and a tie <laughs> every day. Yeah, I remember. And then the girls also had the maroon jumpers with the little like crest right. embroidered on the chest area. I, yeah, I think the thing I dislike the most about it. It's just the lack of, like, uh, diversity. Like, yes. When I got to Kent... That's actually I something like, I want to talk about when you're done. Right, yeah. When I got to Kent, it was, like, mind-blowing. I was like, whoa. This is, like, and to some people, this isn't even that diverse. But to me, it was... Because yeah. Watterson, it was, like, all white kids. All these rich, like, white kids. Like, middle class to, like, really wealthy white kids. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of them... I mean, I feel like a lot of them were... Like, Watterson was almost the definition of, like, white privilege. Yeah, like, snobby... Yeah, and, like, they were all kind of out of touch. Like, no one was, like... Like, well, there were artistic people, but there were a lot of people who weren't very artistic and didn't really see the world from several different viewpoints. Yeah. Like... It's amazing to think that... But like, it was also high school, so we were teenagers. I don't know what they're like now, you know? Yeah, I think so. everybody's a little bit different. Um, right. It's amazing to think that... Because, you know, my uncle was the vice principal there. Yeah. It's weird to think that tons of people have a different perception of him than what I do because I'm sure he was super professional I, I that yeah, I, I mean no I always thought it was cool yeah you know? he, he, but the way I know him he's probably one of the most fun members of my family yeah man makes a, a killer uh, alcoholic eggnog recipe that Ooh. much I will say really um, what does he put in it is I don't know. Oh, I really don't, don't know. know. It's just really good, and you can tell there's alcohol in it. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Continue. Uh, but yeah, I think, just like you said, um, when I f transferred to public school in eighth grade, uh, I went to McCord Middle School, which is right across from my high school. Yeah. And I was absolutely shell-shocked at the... the diversity of peoples and religions there right like i think the first black person i knew of that like the only black kid i knew in high school and not in high school in catholic school uh, i'm trying to remember what grade he transferred to us in um it might have been like fifth or sixth grade i think we called him q Oh, I've heard of that guy, yeah. I remember nothing about him. 
yeah. absolutely nothing. Was he very shy and just didn't No, talk? he I don't think he was shy cuz I think he was quite popular, but I oh, remember okay. nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But then continue. I went to I, I transferred to public school and I'm like, wow, there's a lot more black people here and other like, you know, Indian people right. and Middle Eastern people and just all these different religions. Like I, I met a lot of people of the Islamic faith, right, and even Jewish faith. I was kind of amazed because I'm like, uh, right. I've never been exposed to this before. Yeah, and it's good to be exposed to that stuff. Yeah, and also LGBTQ. There's like none of that really. Yeah, but even then, when I transferred, I kind of stuck to like, you know, my A typical white group. white group. Right. You know, I mean, obviously, I had my friends like Ravi and Jacob. Jacob, who is of Pakistani descent, and Ravi, who is <laughs> Indian, <laughs> right? They they're very. I mean, I didn't start hanging out with Robbie and Jacob in, until like ju- late junior and senior year, um, because there was kind of a stigma against my friend Robbie. He was always seen as like this weird kid, and my friend Angelo was like, "Stay away from Robbie. He's weird." So I kind of just took his word for it. Right. <laughs> I avoided uh, Robbie for a while, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. we're very close now. Um, right. But yeah, even then, I didn't have like a significant like role model who was a person of color up until sophomore year of high school when I joined the marching band or when I was actually yeah. put on the drum line because uh, my drum instructor Andre he was awesome <laughs> that's all yeah. I can say but he was like the first significant interaction with a person of color for me um, and then to take that even further my first major friendships formed with a person of color was mm-hmm. Kent. Yeah. Alex yeah. Johnson, Chris Carswell. Noble team. Yeah, double yeah. team. Alonzo. Which, I mean, yeah, yeah Alonzo. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just everybody. That was like, that was a huge step for me, I'd consider. Just, right. I really, I enjoyed each of them individually. Right. Yeah. As a group, I think we had our problems, but as individuals, yeah. They're, they're great people. Right. I mean, we were all great people individually. I'm not trying to... Right. That sounded a little well, bit racist. Yeah, I mean, it's good to be exposed yeah. to that kind of stuff. And I, I mean, I think, like... I mean, it, like, can you imagine some people who, like, never get exposed to any of that? Like, there's, like, people I know, for instance, that went to private school. Yeah, and they're so sheltered eight, their whole life. And they went to private school in high school. And now they're at, like, Dayton or, like, another private school or John Carroll or, you know, wherever. And it's, like, it's probably... This, like I mean I don't I don't go there so I can't say this from firsthand experience. <laughs> it's probably just an avalanche of whiteness. That's what I mean. Like the stereo, like it probably is. I mean I'm just that's just what I'm assuming. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing there's like no diversity. It's just, like it's just the same thing. It's the over same again. shit yeah. over and over. And that's not good because then say they're like because then for the rest of their life they won't really. I mean there's they'll probably have opportunities I guess but to be exposed to diversity but are they going to be willing to do it. You know, that's the question. Yeah. I... So if This that, might be a little bit controversial, but I truly right. feel like private school stunted my personal growth. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I think I had to figure it out on my own. Because, like, you know, I was kind of forced into the Catholic faith, which, I mean... I, right. I, I have nothing against Catholics. The ones who are good. Yeah. Good people. Um, well, there's a lot of posers. Yeah. You know. Um... But as soon as I got out of Catholic school, I started questioning my faith. I'm like, I, I don't think... 
<laughs> I really yeah. believe in all of this. Um, like, I still believe there is a God. You know, there is a afterlife, but I don't know. Right. Life is too short, and there's so many religions to just be like, okay, this is the right one. Because what yeah. if you're wrong? <laughs> right. The universe is just so crazy. There's so yeah. many. Like, every, like, there's a lot of theories. Everything's connected. Or yeah. <laughs> There's, like, there's I mean, there's good atheists. There's stuff. bad Christians. Right. There's, yeah. I mean, I guess I would consider myself Catholic. I still practice it. But, like, I'd say... I'm not uh, hardcore about it. Like, if you're not Catholic, I'm not yeah, going to be like, you're an asshole or something That's, like that's that. admirable, but um, yeah. I'd consider myself agnostic at this point. Okay. Um, Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what... Like, that's the other thing, too, is, like... Like, at Watterson, one of their mottos was, like, Jesus is the reason for his school... But it, it he was built kinda, it himself. Like, he took the nails out of his hands, right, and and built the school with right. Him. But like, but if you look at the way, like, I just feel like there were so many people there. There was like a lack of acceptance at Waterson. Oh, definitely. It was very superficial, and it, it's just like all about like who has the most Instagram followers and like who has the yeah, most. Yeah, I mean. That was kind of similar at Worthington Kilborn or like any social media, dynamic, social media, yeah. But yeah, every, every type of education every system, system will have its yeah. separate problems. Right. But for me at Worthington, I think just the worst of it was like you had the you had people who were trying to act ghetto, even though you know that they weren't. Right. Yeah, that was annoying about people Waterson. trying to fit in where they shouldn't fit in. Right, because you got these kids who are um, acting like gangsters. And yeah, like, and you're like, you, you don't, <laughs> you don't intimidate me. You live in Worthington. Like, what the fuck? Not, yeah. yeah, it's not like you live in, like, Linden or something. Yeah, like, you're not from fucking Whitehall or shit. Right. What the hell are you doing? Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's silly. I mean, the other thing that's silly, too, is, like, none of, a lot of these kids don't even work. Like, I knew a lot of kids that didn't even have a job in high school. Yeah. I worked at Little Caesars. That was my first job on yeah. Hard Road. I worked at Jet's Pizza. Hell pizza yeah. Place. yeah. Pizza hell delivery yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, you were a pizza delivery driver? I was delivery. I just made breadsticks, pizzas, I boxed pizzas. Yeah, see, I did everything but delivery. Well, I did delivery for emergencies, but like, I wasn't I don't like think... a full-time driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think my Little Caesars did deliveries. And also, I couldn't drive until like two years later. So Yeah, so, I got a lot of funny stories. Do you have a lot of good stories at Little Caesars? I do have... One notable. I have a lot of funny stories, but the one I I tell the most is probably the one time that um it was when we had the new promotion, and I always hated saying the name of this promotion, but it was yeah. for the extra most bestest oh, yeah. pizza. I always hated saying it. Yeah. Um, and we usually only kept two of those in the hot box at any given time, and uh, we had two people come in. Well, three actually, and yeah. the two first people ordered extra most besteses. And I gave it to them. And then the third guy, he was pissed because he wanted one. He saw that <laughs> the previous two took the last one. So instead of taking out his anger on the previous two people, yeah. he looked at me and threatened to kick my ass. <laughs> and wow. I'm like, this is not worth it. <laughs> this really isn't worth it at all. This is fucking like subpar pizza. Right. Well, it's like. So what ended up happening is just like. He kept yelling, and I just ended up giving him an expired pizza. And like, oh, get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he could just drive to another little. <laughs> yeah, it's not that big of a deal, like, dude. You can like, right. or he could just wait ten minutes, and there will be a fresh one. Right. Yeah. Well, it's amazing yeah. 
the, the how minuscule of a thing people will get upset at. I hate yeah. working at customer, customer service jobs <laughs> or retail jobs. I have so much empathy for yeah. the people who do. Yeah, like, I mean, some people, like, at Jets would call and complain that they didn't give a ranch. Like, it's like, bro, just go to the store and buy a ranch. (laughs) There's another story I have where I I think the worst thing about working at Little Caesars is, was taking the the phone calls. Yeah. Um, Because our phone was shitty, but also my hearing is not good good because I was in drumline and uh, me, I stupidly did not wear earplugs during practices or anything so that affected my hearing a lot and my hearing is still pretty bad yeah um so i got this one phone call and they had like a, a heavy middle eastern accent and i i, I don't want to sound bad but i always got the people who had like, Ax- like accents heart, yeah. that i could not understand understand <laughs> and it, it makes me feel bad when i keep going i'm sorry what was that <laughs> yeah, say again i'm like yeah. it just it bites away at you and you're like oh i don't want to do this right so the guy was like, what I thought he said was, I want an all-meat pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what you thought so he said. So we, we bring up the meat lover's pizza, Yeah. and I present it to him when he gets there. And the dude is so offended, because it turns out this guy is a practicing Muslim. <laughs> oh my God. He wanted a no-meat pizza. <laughs> yeah. I, I was ready to kind of just... Vanish from the mortal coil right there. I was ready to just vanish. I was like, "This is it. I'm I'm getting fired." (laughs) Well, has anyone ever gotten fired from Little Caesars? Because no one got fired at Judson. One of our managers got fired, and it was after she made me and my friend Angelo scrub the ceilings. Oh, yeah. For some reason. (laughs) Yeah. Why'd you have to scrub? We had to get up on ladders with like tiny little sponges (laughs) and scrub the ceilings. And I actually considered quitting that damn. Like, was this Little Caesars awful. really dirty? The walls were, but we like you'd always scrub <laughs> the walls. But the ceiling, okay. like, was no. Fine. Yeah. What about floor? Was the floor? Yeah, uh, mopping is pretty standard. Right. Did you get to see your? Oh, speaking of f- dirty floors, right. that's oh, dirty another. Floors, this yeah. is my last story, I promise. Okay. And then you can tell me your your Jets pizzas oh, okay, extraordinary adventures. <laughs> uh, there is an early morning shift. It was actually a double shift that I had to work, but in my morning part of the shift. Um, my boss had me fill up, uh, the, the breadstick, like, uh, marinara sauce dipping containers. Yeah. Um, and for that, you have this giant tub just filled with pizza sauce. Right. So, I got the, the little plastic cups ready, and then I went into the walk-in freezer to get the, the big tub of sauce. And me being the stupid person that I am, I start, I carried the tub long ways instead of, like, a normal person would like <laughs> yeah. with the long ways yeah, in both like hands. Long, yeah, so um. I was carrying it like this and then <laughs> I bumped into the little counter that I was trying to put it on. I spilled the entire tub of sauce <laughs> on the floor. And I remember my boss walked over and he's like, Jesus Christ, Lampy, it looks like an OJ murder scene over here. <laughs> I just I was just standing there like I- I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then he cleaned it up. Or did no, you, I yeah, cleaned yeah. it up. <laughs> <laughs> but that was completely my fault. <laughs> right. So, 
Yeah, Little Caesars sounds like a good time. Today. It was. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I think it was an easy job. Easy first job. Right. Yeah, like at Jets, we just had goofy stuff happen with the customers. Like one time this uh, one time this guy, he was uh, there was an old woman. She ordered a pizza, like a timed order. She's like, yeah, I just want a large like hand toss, like pepperoni or whatever, and for five thirty. So she didn't show up, and it was like 5.45, and she still wasn't there. So it's 6.30, and she's still not there. So we're like, okay, she's not coming. We'll just eat her pizza. So we start eating it, and then she <laughs> walks in the door. Oh, and we're no. like, yeah, we threw it out. We had to remake it, and it was so stupid. I mean, did she react badly? No, she didn't see us eating oh, it. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we went to the back, and like right when we started eating it. That was, that's a perk of working at pizza places like that. You get to eat. Like eat messed up orders yeah. or so then you'd occasionally just mess up things on purpose. Right. One time this guy was messing up a bunch of food on purpose. <laughs> and he's like, the buffet continues <laughs> <laughs> And like our manager got so mad at Nobody him. can stop me. Yeah, like there was like a large pizza coming out, there weren't even like tickets for <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Oh, I made it on accident. Like just... So Yeah. That was sense. fun. But don't do you agree with like like, this is a hot take from Dylan Seifert. You know, shout out to the oh, NBA Oh, man, lover, I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, he's coming up next weekend. He is. Yeah, he's going to be here. So. I'll have to see him. Yeah, I'll let you know when he's here. You guys are talking about philosophy, right? Dylan Seifert. Yeah, Seifert or Seifert. Seifert. Se- yep. A fellow yep. German by the sound of it. Right. But any, anyhow, he, um, he said one time that Everybody should work customer service at least once. Yes, I agree lives. with that. He said you can learn more from a customer service job in a college uh, psychology class. <laughs> yeah, you can. That's actually really funny. <laughs> I actually, I completely agree with that. Because yeah. also, not only that, but I feel like if you work customer service, you have more empathy for the people who do. <laughs> so then you, you just are obligated to not treat people who work in that industry like shit. Right. Like, or, if only more people knew what it was or like. Or even, like, just people in general. Don't you think you're a nicer person after yeah. you work? We had this homeless guy who would always come in. He never gave us his name. Because yeah. I think he was, like, a conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah? He'd wear, like, these black fishing boots, like, with gray sweatpants and a gray torn-up hoodie. And he was a really sweet guy, but, like, yeah. he was always paranoid. And he always wanted it in Italian cheesy bread. <laughs> How was he and paranoid? That's just... Just like, can I get a name for that? And you'd be like, no. He was like, I don't tell people my name. And he'd walk out of the store. But he was also, other than that, he was pretty pleasant to work with. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, we had this lady who would come in, and she always wanted a fresh cheese pizza. You could not give her a hot and ready cheese pizza. It had to be fresh. And then (laughs) you could give her a fresh pizza, and she'd be like, this isn't fresh enough. So then you'd have to remake it for her. (laughs) And that could sometimes go on, like, four or five pizzas. That's strange. Yeah. Yeah, And she'd, like, each time she'd come in complaining about, like, different things. Like, there's too much cheese on this one. There's not enough sauce on this one. That's silly, yeah. She was my least favorite customer to do. Yeah, I could Every time we see her, like, fancy little Corvette car pull up, everyone would be like, like, all right, I'm not taking this. Nose goes. Who's dealing with this? Yeah, yeah. That's the, how did you guys do the hot and ready? You guys like constantly pop, pop, pumping out like fresh hot and ready. I pizza. think if I remember correctly, it was you have you make like four of each cheese and pepperoni, and you put them in, and then you rotate them out every fifteen minutes. So okay. every fifteen minutes, you make four more. Oh, okay. That's I think that's that how bad. it went, but it worked out pretty well. Yeah, it wasn't like super. Or stressful. it was after an hour. I'm trying to remember. I feel like it'd be more effective if it was an hour. 
But anyways, let's stop talking about this. <laughs> right. So, I wait, think you're sick of talking about Little Caesars. Now. Yeah. You just want to talk about the crap. It's making me hungry. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm getting hungry as well. But we're still going to go. We're just going to keep... We're going to keep going. Uh, there's so much to say. How long have we been going on for? Too long. <laughs> Not too long. Oh, no At least thing. an hour. But okay, we, 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 we we'll, we'll cut it off at two hours. Two, you want to go two yeah, hours? Yeah, okay, what's the exact right? count? Um... Try, you can see and read it there. Oh, exactly. Oh, we're almost at an hour. We're almost at an hour. Okay, so that's not as long as I thought. Right. All right. So let's talk about our dorm experiences. Oh, okay, you want to go is, to the dorm experiences? This always life. this always yields so much fruit. Right. Um. <laughs> so much fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Those metaphors. You, I just want to say. Did you enjoy Olson? You, I that's did. That's how we met. I really way, enjoyed yeah. Olson. Um. That's I met, how I met you. Yeah, so, I met some <laughs> yeah, amazing people. Amazing friendships, right? However, I think I got very lucky uh, in regards to roommates. Right. Um, you had Alex both years. Alex Johnson, who I Known know as is Eeyore. Eeyore. <laughs> um, he's honestly, I'd say, one of the smartest people I've ever met. Really? But you put someone like me in a room with someone like that, and someone as stupid as me... <laughs> I, I was amazed that I could bring that boy down to my level of stupidity. And really? that would just result in some of the f- most stupid and funny moments I've had. Okay. It was truly a beautiful thing. Right. Because you know this person is smart. You're like, this man shouldn't be here <laughs> with really me. With you. <laughs> yeah. But he is. Right. Like, I have a video of him eating oatmeal. He loved oatmeal. <laughs> and he's just looking at me. He's going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. I have a lot of fond memories of Olsen. And it, was he the reason why you met the other friends, too? Or did you kind of do that? He's the reason why I met the rest of Noble Team. Okay. Uh, we were actually called that because on our first day, we played Halo Reach all together. Oh, okay. And that's how you guys met? Yeah. Um, I met... We had some fun times, but then it started... In my right. opinion, going downhill because of some drama. Was that, was that sophomore year? Or that was year? that was early sophomore year where okay. I'm like, I don't really feel like I'm valued in this group. Like right. I'm never really invited to anything, even though they're like, oh, just join in. I'm like, yeah, but you invite all the other people. Yeah. Um, I start kind of feeling really bad, and I'm like, I just I should probably get out of here. So that was probably the right decision. Yeah, I. And then you formed a new friend group with like Seth. And... Well, I I met. Neil first. first. Okay. Um, well, technically I met Seth first because he helped me with one of my first projects okay. in the first DMP class that we right. took. But that, outside of that, we didn't hang out. Well, sophomore year was Seth's yeah, freshman I, year, right? I, he's, in, he's like my year. Yeah, yeah. They're a year behind me. Um, yeah. Seth and Neil, I met them... I'm trying to remember how... Oh, yeah. I, hel- I helped <laughs> Seth film something for yeah. a class and Neil was there too and I started hanging out with them and then I started hanging out with them more and we became really good friends and then later down the road we started hanging out with Drew right and who's rooms like, with Tom yeah and you know I'm like these, <laughs> these people actually value me I guess oh okay interesting I think uh, I'll just hang well, out. Well, you're also more. friends with Alonzo and Dylan. You know, well, yeah, but yeah. They're, they're they're not they're not noble, noble team. Yeah, they're not noble team. Um, just, yeah. And like I just started actually hanging out with Dylan like, like more this re- past like year. This year because yeah. he was more of 
hanging out with Noble Team. Oh, he was. Or, like, Eeyore. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. So, I, I kind of exited out of that group, and I... Moved on to your I group. formed what is called Little League. <laughs> Little League, okay. And, well, the name is not... I, I'm not taking credit for the name. It's actually uh, Eeyore, Eeyore's creation. Right. Because, yeah. <laughs> You're like, Little League! <laughs> Every time he'd see us. <laughs> so, it, it kind of just stuck... That's cool. I feel like I've ha- I'm just like a part of multiple groups. And that's the way to go. It's networking. Yeah, well, you're also part of a lounge, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that I fun. hate the people in Noble Team. I just no, think I as a group we were very toxic towards each other right. sometimes. Like, I love all of them in- individually, especially Chris Carswell and yeah. Eeyore. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, you, and then there's the whole controversial the Olsen Lounge. Like a lot of people hated on the Olsen Lounge, but you you were like, oh, I'm initiated in the lounge or something. Are you talking about the fourth floor lounge or no, the, the first, first floor? floor like, <laughs> okay, me being initiated into the first floor lounge was a complete like like joke. I I saw it that way because it it basically <laughs> just started because Seth introduced me to Daniel Resnick, who yeah. I'm now good friends with, and they're part of the what they called the Lounge Rats. Right. And I didn't mean to become part of that group. They kind of just accepted me. I'm like, okay, this is happening. <laughs> like, okay, this is happening. It's gonna sound mean, but I, I don't have really an allegiance to them. Yeah. I, I'd say I have an allegiance to like Daniel. I have an allegiance to Seth and Neil and but you Drew. Don't, you could care less but I wouldn't call group. my <laughs> like I wouldn't say I'm part of that group officially. I'll hang out with them. Right. I enjoy their company, but like, I wouldn't say I'm a lounge rat. Right. Speaking of Daniel, you were talking about, um, you, you, this was actually like, you were almost couldn't do the show, right? Because you were worried you might have caught COVID Corona. because of Daniel. We're going back to COVID now. What was going through your head when you thought you might have had COVID? Were you really scared? Or I'm just going to give you a little rundown of okay, how yeah. that went. Okay. So Drew and I were getting groceries and we were, we also got stuff for his cousin, Ella, who lives in Olson. Okay. And, uh, Drew's we, cousin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we dropped them off to her and we were hanging out in her room for a little bit because Drew's girlfriend, Zario, was also there. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, well, I'm at Olsen. I haven't seen my good pal Daniel in a long time. Yeah. Um, I'll just text him, have him come up. And, and he did. Yeah. And we, we all gave him hugs and we talked for like 30 minutes and then we all went our separate ways. The next day, we were going to try and get some Travi patties with Daniel. Okay. And Daniel texted Travis Scott burgers. Oh, Travis. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, uh, we're like, hey, Daniel, we're going to pick you up to get Travi patties. You, you're coming? And he's like, uh, so my roommate is showing symptoms of COVID, so I think it's best if I don't come. And Uh-oh. we're like, okay, that's okay. And Drew was like, hey, dude, we saw Daniel yesterday. We should probably get tested. I'm like, oh shit, you're right. <laughs> but right. like, I I remember I, I didn't feel panicked at all. I'm just like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. However, yeah, the test is a different thing. So on yeah. Monday, Drew and I drove to CVS to get the nasal swab test. And I thought, oh, this is probably going to like not feel bad at all. No, it well, hurts. Yeah. so they give you the little Q-tip thing. And you have to really stick it in there. I started tearing up. It, it doesn't hurt, but it's uncomfortable. Yeah. So, you know the feeling that happens when you get, like, 
chlorine water in your nose at the pool. Yeah. It's like that, but like 10 times as strong. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I remember like they gave us the little testing kit and you were like, oh, and then we put it in our nose and we're like, oh God. <laughs> and they have you swirl it around each side for about 15 seconds and then put it in a little vial of liquid and hand it yeah. back to them. But I, yeah, I don't like having stuff shoved that far up my nose. Oh no, yeah, it's gross. Felt like I was touching my brain. Yeah, it really hurts. You're just poking your brain through a yeah uh, virus. <laughs> but luckily, Daniel showed up negative. I showed up negative, and so did Drew. So that's awesome. In the clear. Yeah. So you're healthy and yeah. safe. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Fuck Daniel's roommate for being a a partier and possibly catching COVID. Oh, really? His roommate's a partier. Sure. Yeah. So I've been told. Oh, interesting. Shouldn't be doing that. He's not rooming with a guy who yells all the time. About, like, Luckily, well, God, right? that's a different story. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, hey, I'm got, thankful he's out of that. Time in the world, so. <laughs> <laughs> we can go for four hours. No, we're not God, no. See, the thing about a podcast is, if you go on, the longer you go on, the less people will listen. So two hours is a good sweet spot. One hour is the perfect, like that's the target you want to go for. Right. Two hours, people will still listen. But if you make it. To yeah, where like it's such Joe a time Rogan, commitment yeah. to like four hours, you'd be like, ah, fuck this. I think he has an episode with Joe Rogan has one of Alex Jones. It's almost five hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's why you watch highlights of those of those things. Yeah. So then you don't have to make a huge time commitment. Right. Or like sometimes the guest will actually just be that interesting to where you're like, okay, well, I, yeah, I can, I can. Yeah, Alex nonsense. Jones is just so stupid that you could listen to him for four <laughs> hours and just get a good <laughs> laugh out of it. If you think Alex Jones is stupid. Yes. Yeah, some of the stuff he was talking about was our weird. famous our famous Kent State alumni Gun Girl works for him. Yeah, what would you do if I got Gun Girl on the show? I'd be impressed. Honestly, oh, you would? honest to God, I'd be impressed. That'd be cool. That'd be funny. <laughs> I I would the see what question. I would want you to do is invite would, me on as a co-host. Oh, for that. So then we could treat <laughs> we could treat that interview in an Eric Andre type of fashion right. where you're basically just trying to embarrass and make your host your guest as uncomfortable as possible. Well, I don't want to embarrass the guest. I mean, I wanted to No. Dude, fuck her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I kind of yeah. I I just want to mess with her. I don't know that much about her her uh, side like her. There's there's not much you her, need to know. Right. Well, it'd be interesting <laughs> to hear what she has to say now because of COVID. It, like, how has it changed her view? I feel like she'd deny its existence. Yeah, that's why we need to hear this. I mean, but she would probably be like, oh, well, how many viewers do you have? Like, all she cares about viewership. Like, five? But it doesn't matter. It's the name. You know, people would be like, oh, shit, the gun girl's on this episode. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Honestly, if you could, that would that would get you some... Or Longboard Jesus. <laughs> okay, that... Okay. <laughs> like... Longboard Jesus should take priority. Over Gun yeah. Girl. Oh, definitely. Okay. Longboard Jesus. Because I think there's a chance I could get him on for the finale, maybe. But I'm not making any promises. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Listen, could... I follow him on Instagram. You could possibly just message him. Right. Yeah. Well, I know somebody who knows him personally. Really? Who is? Yeah. He? My friend Matt Sherlin. He was on. It was on Chapter Twenty One. He was on Chapter Twenty One. So it was the legal age to drink. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was on. So we're doing chap- thirty chapters, multiple volumes. Oh, you're not it's gonna do like a year two expansion pack? A year two expansion pack? Yeah, yeah there's volumes. Volumes? So, we're on volume one, but you're a part of the original volume. This is the first volume. Yeah, for my podcast, we did year one, and we were supposed to do year two last year, but then a but lot then of shit forgot. happened. Oh, yeah, because of COVID. And... No, not because of COVID. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Due to a friend of ours getting into some shit. Oh, um, okay. So but that's all resolved yeah. now, so we can get back on track. Okay. What kind uh, of stuff happened? Do you want to go? No, I shouldn't. It's his business, not mine. Right. Yeah, you seem you, you seem like a pretty um 
you're not very like gossipy, which is cool. Oh, I'm definitely gossipy. Oh, okay. Well, but you, I'm gossipy you, with people who already know what's going on. Right. You're not. I only the whole, really. Like, universe to know what's going on like if something happens to a friend i'm gonna tell as many people as i know that i trust so just so i can talk about it and just right kind of be reassured that things are going to be okay yeah but that's pretty basically it like i don't just go out on the streets kind of like this happened (laughs) yeah so and so got arrested (laughs) (laughs) right i get what you're saying yeah but, so you're like a mid-par book. You're not like an. Well, are you an open book or a closed book? I'm a book that'll book? open. I have a right you, commands. Or yeah, something. if you bring up a subject. Okay. <laughs> so uh, let's go back to your DMP, obviously. So yeah, is your is that like the thing? Is film been your? You, you say film's your passion, editing's your passion, right? You want to live in Atlanta. Because I remember you well, saying... Well, that's my ideal. Yeah. You said a year ago. I was like, well, what about L.A.? You're like, fuck, fuck L.A. LA. Yeah. My reasoning behind that is because it's so expensive to live in L.A. Like, I get that the pay is good and that the experience is good. And honestly, I... That's I, a cool city. It's yeah. been probably a year or two since I've said that to you. Right. I've thought about it. I would do L.A. for a little bit. But okay. that is by no means where I want to end Long up and term. stay. Yeah. Um... Well, I mean, they have a shot at it. Unless, like, the only thing that would get me to stay there is if I made absolute bank and could actually afford to live there comfortably. Yeah. Um, right. Well, with climate change, it's scary. Like, people yeah, think it's going to be underwater. Yeah, living on the coast like, and shit. Um, and earthquakes, too. Jesus. Um, and wildfires. Like, <laughs> this summer. My sister actually lives in San Francisco because she works for Adobe. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, she works for the product that she uses. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she sent us a picture of the sky. It was completely fucking orange. Jeez. It was terrifying. That's not good at all. Yeah. Climate change is getting really bad. I, Alonzo, actually, he read something like online. If we don't get on track We have seven years left. Yep. Yeah, we're done. It's irreversible. I mean, we can still do shit. It's just that like we're not going to be seeing a lot. We're, we're not going to go back to normal. Okay. After 2027. Like, after 2027... We won't be able to change the the temperature down from like 1.5 Celsius, which I think is the number. But like, I think the the extinction point is a bit higher. But I'm like, even now, this minute change is so big. Oh yeah. That it, it's already having adverse effects on us. Wait. So what you're saying is there's gonna be a temperature that's gonna be hot enough to. Like, wipe out the human race. Yeah, to where it's just unsustainable for us. Is that going to happen post-2027? I, I hate to be a pessimist, but I think it will because I don't... I don't... I truly think that our politicians and corporations don't give two flying fucks about... Climate change. About climate change. They're interested only in profits and what is profitable is for stupid. them. Even though they already make insane amounts of money. I mean, I know people. There's somebody who's on a show that said climate change isn't real. Yeah, and we have those are. That's another problem we have to deal with is people who just don't believe. And they don't take it seriously. Yeah. Like the amount of people who like, the get bigger, plastic bags. And, yeah, and the bigger part of that is that you have those types of people getting into government positions. Yeah. That itself is a problem. Because then they can serve for, God knows how long. Right. Yeah, it's it, yeah. Climate change is scary. I'm actually gonna. I'm trying to get somebody on here who's like does more, know some more research about climate change next week, so she'll inform us. 
about everything she knows. <laughs> so like, I have insider info, and I'm gonna drop the knowledge bomb on yeah, you. Well, she's saying when we're like 80. I mean, she's gonna expand on it. If we even make it that far. Well, it's just, she thinks when we're 80, everyone's gonna have to be wearing suits and, like, a mask, because the air is gonna be so deadly. And the only the will rich will people. be able to afford them because the suits will be sold at an incredibly high markup. Right, that's just so, such an optimistic view of you know, <laughs> You know the... Have you ever seen the Lorax? I have. Yeah, it's gonna be like that, where they sell air in cans... <laughs> oh god, yeah, Dr. Seuss predicted My name's O'Hare, I'm one of you <laughs> I live here in Needville too Isn't Jim Carrey in that movie? I think so, yeah Does he play Mr. O'Hare? Or does he play the actual, no, Danny DeVito's Valorax Yeah, he is Who cares, it just doesn't matter Jim Carrey's Maybe we're just hallucinating that Jim Carrey was in the Lorax He's in every Dr. Seuss live adaptation Except for The Cat in the Hat yeah. Catastrophe He should have been in that instead of Mike Myers but he pro- I think Mike probably Myers was a good choice for that. I don't know, the whole movie's a train wreck. It is, yeah, but know. it's a fun one. It's Alec Baldwin, he's in the movie for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that yeah, Alec Baldwin's had an unbelievable oh, career. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? He, yeah, he has. Yeah. I won't deny it. Is he one of your favorite actors? No, my favorite <laughs> actors are, of course, the ones who were in Star Wars. Oh, okay. It's the reason Here I'm in film, us. Daniel. Right. It's... All Star Wars. It always has been. Right, somebody predicted this. They said, oh, I can't wait to see how long it's going to take for you guys to talk about Star Wars. Who said it? It was Dylan? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He said every conversation he has with you is about Star Wars. Well, that's a lie. I do bring it up a lot, though. Yeah. I can... That's... I can pretty much relate anything to Star Wars. That's... That's my talent, is being able to relate anything to it. Right. Well, However, climate my favorite... change, like, ruin movies? Is like... <laughs> oh, definitely. I think it'll have a big impact on the film industry in some way. I mean, this virus already knocked it down on its ass. Yeah. Like, the Oscars are probably going to get canceled. I hope so. I hate the Oscars. You do? Yeah. I hate all the award shows. Really? I mean, the Oscars are They're so fun. stupid. Sometimes it's cool. The only thing I like about them is that people will make, like... A little buffet food things for them. Yeah, Just make cool. an evening out of it. Right. But I don't give a shit about the process well, itself. Well, sometimes when movies picked, like, should not have been picked. Like, why was Two Popes nominated for Like, who cares about <laughs> yeah. Two Popes? Who watched that? Like, just... <laughs> favorite yeah. actor, though. My favorite actor? Yeah. Because uh, mine is Ewan McGregor. Oh, interesting. Because he played a younger Obi-Wan in my favorite adaptation yeah. of Obi-Wan. He is really good as yeah. Obi-Wan. I don't know. I mean, I think it fluctuates... Over time, I've, there's a tie right now. I think the two best actors working right now are Joaquin Phoenix. He's Chris, good. He's really yes. good. And Christian Bale. Christian. Okay, yeah. Those are solid. Those are my two I'd favorites. Say, yeah, I'd add those to my list. I mean, One, I, two, I and three. Think, I think the most underrated, and I've said this for a long time, is Jake Gyllenhaal. I think he's very underrated. Well, that's because he... He seems to only really do, like, indie films. That's yeah. That's his thing. He's a really good actor. Yeah. That was, like... He just doesn't yeah. seem that big into, like... Mainstream. Mainstream. That's, like, like Joaquin, Huge honestly, films. Until, like, Joker. Like, he doesn't do... He does, like, a lot of indie. I admire that, yeah. honestly. I think Shia LaBeouf's a good actor, too. That's kind of a hot take. I haven't been I think keeping he's a, up with him. I think he's really good. But... What's he done recently? He did a movie called Honey Boy... Like he did. That was really about his father, good. right? Yeah, and he played his father in a movie, and it was like I've whoa. never seen that. And he wrote it, so it was like crazy. You know who else is really good? Is uh, fuck. 
I mean, Leo is always a good one. I, I like Leo. The guy a lot. from Twilight. Robert Pattinson. Robert yeah, Pattinson is such a good actor. He's making a comeback. Yeah. I still have to watch The Lighthouse. Um, yeah. Have you seen Tenet? No, I haven't. Yeah, Tenet was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and Zach was telling yeah. me that the sound mixing in that movie is just atrocious. Yeah, it is bad. But like, besides <laughs> that, the movie's really cool. I mean, I love the movie. It's like he he was saying that like. Every yeah, time Scott someone shot a bull, shot a gun, it's just like louder than dialogue, and the music was also like too loud. So it's like, drop your yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Like you couldn't hear anything. There's a scene when we're like on the boat trying to have a conversation, an important conversation, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's all water. You can't even understand. I'd be losing my shit laughing if I was watching that movie. Yeah, no, it, but it's confusing. So you're like trying to figure out what's happening. But it's like, he's a bunch of like Hans Zimmer. Well, Hans Zimmer <laughs> didn't even do that movie. But, you know, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan's probably my favorite director. Director, ooh, mine is Edgar Wright. Oh, yeah, Edgar Wright's pretty good, too. And, I mean, I like Scorsese a lot. Scorsese's a classic, yeah. This is sort of a hot, hottish take. I mean, I, I really like Tarantino. I've seen all of his Danny movies. Filled, uh, Danny's coming in with all the hot takes today. Well, I think Tarantino is slightly overrated. I can agree with that. I do look up to him as a director, though. Because I, one of the yeah. things that I don't think people appreciate enough is all his cameos in his movies. Yeah, his cameos. They're are cool. always so funny. Yeah. My favorite one is the one that he did in Django and Yeah, Chain. I was about to It's say just that, he blows yeah. himself up, and that's honestly something I would do. <laughs> right. Well, his cameo in Pulp Fiction is like really racist. Oh yeah. <laughs> definitely. It hasn't aged well. It definitely hasn't aged well. <laughs> but I don't know. The thing about him that like kind of annoys me is like. I think his early stuff, obviously, like his first three movies are like his most original. Yeah. Well, like, I haven't seen well, Reservoir Dogs yet. Oh, that's great. But like those two, it's like, there was no, like, like his other movies, like post, like Kill Bill, they all become like really indulgent. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, I love World War Two. I'm going to do Inglorious Bastards. Like, it's cool. Okay, but. But like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is like the most indulgent Christoph movie. Waltz. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's he's a good phenomenal actor. in uh, fucking uh, Inglorious Bastards and, in Django, and yeah. in Django. He's just such a great actor. Yeah, he's really good. I think he's the best actor Tarantino's worked with. Yeah, honestly. Okay. And then all like all the gems that Samuel L. Jaden Sam, yeah. Samuel L. Jaden Jackson is what I meant right. to say. I wish Travolta was in more. Ta- Travolta's like is that guy he, is a beast. <laughs> isn't he a Scientologist though? Yeah, but he doesn't really brag about it. Yeah. Tom Cruise is like a crazy Scientologist. Yeah, that's what I've heard. You know, BJ Novak, too, he should have been more Tarantino. He's an Inglorious Bastards. He was. He should have been in Once Upon a Time. <laughs> I have a book written by him, BJ Novak. Yeah. I think it's like. I like BJ Novak. Yeah. It's just a bunch of short stories. I'm trying to remember the name of it because right. I haven't finished it. I mean, Michael and Ryan. Michael's my favorite character on The Office, hands down. He's the best character, I think. Michael Scott, but yeah. Ryan's like my second favorite. I love Ryan. I just Ryan's think Ryan's so character. funny. He doesn't do that much, but like one of my favorite parts of Ryan is in the episode when Kelly's like, oh, it's so cool that you guys are having a June wedding like to Pam. And she's like, Ryan, you want to have a June wedding? He's like, uh, I don't think I'm ever going to get married. And then she like storms out and Pam is just like, <laughs> Ryan, you should, you should be more sensitive. She really likes you. And Ryan's just like, yeah, I know what I said. You know, like, <laughs> he doesn't care. Like, so. That's a good show that you need to watch. It's on Hulu. It's called Letter Kenny. It's a Canadian show. Letter Kenny? Yes. What's, is that like a spinoff to be honored? No. Well, South Park? I, it's, it's a comedy. It's, I equate it to Canadian Trailer Park Boys, but it's, whole, 
it's wholesome in a sense. Is it better than Tiger King? Yes. Yeah, I never watched. Dude, Tiger it's so King. good. It, I'd say it's more quotable than SpongeBob. Ooh, it's such a good Hot show. T- but you know what else is a great show? The Boys. I need to watch that on Amazon. Me and Alonzo were like episode six. Like, it's great. It's hilarious. If there's a way to watch it for free, I would. I need. To, yeah, it's I on Amazon Prime. To watch it. It's a good one. Because that's the issue, I think, with these streaming services, is there's so there's many... There's so many, we're basically going back to cable. Right, yeah, you just buy a bunch of different all these, you, You're just going to have to buy channels separately. But like, let's go back to Star Wars. I thought about Disney Plus and the Mandalorian. Like, where, where, like, where is your direction? Do you think Star Wars is going the right way? It's a think? mixed bag, honestly. Because I, I remember... love the Mandalorian. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, yeah. I would die for Baby Yoda. <laughs> I think that, th- that thing's adorable. <laughs> right. Because well, um, I remember you saying in like January, like, yeah, we're trying to do like Old Republic stuff. I wish they just. Stop. I hope they do like, Old Republic stuff. Like, it's just I'm afraid that they would mess it up. Is yeah. Because the Old Republic games are all so good. Well, this new the sequels, I feel like they really messed I up. I just am terrible. going to pretend that the sequels do not exist. I agree too. I don't like them. I think they're awful. Well, they're not awful. I don't hate them because, oh, female protagonist. Yeah, that's no. not why I hate I them. wanted Rey to be a good character. She's yeah. not. I, like, I also wanted yeah. John Boyega's character to be good, and they fucking, not, yeah. they <laughs> threw him to the side. They did him so dirty. He, yeah, I think Force Awakens is a really It was. Solid it was a movie. promising film. And it set up what could have been a yeah. really okay, good Okay, here's what I wanted trilogy. to happen with Finn, right? You yeah. have a Finn guy was who was a stormtrooper. Yeah. And then you see him use a lightsaber competently right? at the end of The Force Awakens. Why not have him also become a Jedi? That would be cool. He could become a... He, he was a stormtrooper who yeah. became a Jedi. And then he, you could have him lead a stormtrooper rebellion. Yeah. Because in Episode Nine, he finds other people who defected like him. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they just, they just did nothing with his character. Yeah, and bringing Palpatine back was also a bad move. Oh, horrible move. It makes Anakin sacrifice bad and then they kill palpatine off by having him make the same mistake that he made the previous two times someone deflects his lightning right. back at him well and the, th- the issue for me is it's like okay well episode return of jedi when they finally killed pop when they killed palpatine quotes like it was all pointless well no it felt like it felt like okay this is finally like closure like evaporated he's like, there's closure there, at least. But now he came back in episode 9, he's behind the scenes the whole time, and he's alive. So even if they kill him in episode 9, there's still no closure. Like, you can argue the next three yeah. episodes he could come back. And well, I, okay, <laughs> I like The the Last Jedi as a movie, but not as a Star Wars movie. It's a very well-made movie. Yeah. But as a Star Wars film, no. It would have been a good finale movie, possibly. Whereas Rise of Skywalker is just complete garbage. Well, because Rise of Skywalker, it's like... 50 to 60 percent of the movie's damage control for yeah and just trying to appease a bunch of different groups of people over half of it is like we gotta wrap this whole trilogy up (laughs) hey remember palpatine wasn't that cool (laughs) yeah well i think it's i think it's pretty obvious that palpatine in last or i think snoke would have been doing everything palpatine did in, in rise of skywalker if they didn't kill him off in um last jedi you know what i'm saying yeah like, killing off Snoke was really just idiotic. <laughs> yeah, it could have made him more interesting. Yeah, we didn't learn anything about him. Where's he from? Who is he? Isn't he just a clone? He's just a clone now. Yeah, we're eating chocolate now. He's good chocolate. Chocolate makes you happy. Did you know that? Sometimes. <laughs> when I eat or open my mouth. Yeah. I get this 
pain or ache. <laughs> right here, by like where my ear is. Oh yeah, pain of joy. Just like, <laughs> just like uh, where my jaw connects to the yeah. rest of the skull. Yeah. And it's from my scooter accident. Oh yeah, you want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> um, so, late September. Actually, I'm gonna go back even further. All right. Two years ago, my friend Neil and I both got electric scooters, and at nighttime on campus, we'd ride around, like, dressed up like these, like, ghoul creatures, <laughs> and try and, like, scare just people. scare people? Yeah, yeah, just, like, to fuck with them. And it was really fun. Wait, when was this again? Was this... Uh, two years ago. Like... Was this fall? Yeah. In the fall semester late fall semester. Wait, this was last year. Like fall 28. Yeah, I'm leading into it. Don't worry, okay, I'll get to it. <laughs> um, and then we we start talking and we're like, you know, this this thing we're doing, it's pretty fun, but I wish we knew how to like jump on and off of ledges on our scooters so we didn't have to like get off because it, it, mm -hmm. it just it kills the mood. Yeah. So we start practicing that and we get it. And that, <laughs> it, it kind of um makes Neil and I overconfident in our scooting abilities. Right, yeah. <laughs> so fast forward a year. Um, I finished taking an exam for my advertising class. Yeah. And I'm scooting my way back to my apartment. And I, I there's this area by my apartment where it's like all downhill, but most of it is road. And then there's a part where the sidewalk appears again. But where the sidewalk appears, the sidewalk is, like, higher than the road, so it's, like, lipped a bit. Yeah. And usually, all the past times I've gone that way, I was able to just rough it out and, like, my scooter would go on the Bond, sidewalk. Yeah. However, this time I was going too fast because my foot brake broke a few days earlier. <laughs> so I'm going downhill. Yeah. I'm probably going at least 15 miles an hour. And I try going onto the sidewalk in my wheel hits the the sidewalk like the sidewalk's at an angle and the wheel hits yeah. it this way and the scooter turns oh god <laughs> and i go launching off of it and i land exactly on my chin like i did chin. not have any time oh, to god. like use my hands at all i land directly on my chin that's awful and on concrete yeah, yeah. no uh, yeah on concrete and um i'm just like completely in shock after that to where i'm like sitting up dripping blood and I just look up at people passing by and smiling at them because I'm just I got I got fucking zonked yeah. <laughs> from that <laughs> and this one dude is, he walks up to me he's like hey are you okay and I'm like yeah. am I is my nose bleeding because that's where I thought the blood was coming from he's like no it's everywhere dude <laughs> <laughs> like where's it coming from right <laughs> he's like your chin yeah. and I take my phone and I like Take a picture. I have this huge fucking gash in my chin. Oh, God. And I yeah. send it to my mom and my sister, who are in Italy at this point. <laughs> my mom's like, Jesus Christ, Will. <laughs> so this dude walks me back to his apartment, which is like two minutes away. And he gives me uh, uh, peroxide. What yeah, hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide. I yeah. should know this because my dad's a chemistry teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're good, you're good. And that helps a little bit. I cover up the wound with like a paper towel. And then I start feeling lightheaded because I hadn't had anything to eat or drink that day yet. Yeah. I'm like, hey, can I have some water? I feel like I'm about to pass out. He's like, yeah, sure. So I like 
sit down on a chair and I drink some water for a bit and I start to feel a little better. Yeah. He's like, you good? I'm like, I'm going to head out and go to urgent care <laughs> I think I broke something. Yeah. I thought I broke my, like, I need stitches. I wasn't really concerned with breaking anything. Although, yeah. in hindsight, I probably did. Right. So I walk back to my apartment and Neil is there with his uh, now ex-girlfriend and they see me and they're like holy shit i'm like can you drive me to urgent care yeah <laughs> so i go to urgent care and they they take me to this room and they just they take away my little bandage that i was using mm-hmm. so i'm just sitting there in uh in the room dripping for about two hours and it was supposed to be my first day of work at taco bell too yeah so i'm like okay i'm obviously not gonna make it so i call in and tell them what happened I'm like okay that's fine yeah Two hours later, the guy comes in. He's like, all right, we're going to put your stitches in. And I'm like, okay, this shouldn't hurt at all. Stitches are stitches. Yeah. The worst part of it about getting stitches is that they stick a numbing needle in right into the wound. Yeah. It is the most searing pain I have ever felt in my entire life. Really? That was the worst part of the whole of thing. The, whole thing. Yeah. the stitches went by like a breeze. Yeah. Even pulling them out was a breeze. It's like a little tug and you're good. Yeah. Um, but after that, like the day after it happened, for a solid two weeks, it felt like my teeth were not lining up correctly. <laughs> like, okay, bad. if you're listening, I want you to like put your jaw like two millimeters to the left and bite down. Yeah. That's what it felt like for two weeks. It just uh, yeah. didn't feel like, right. Um. But then oh, eventually, horrible. yeah. yeah. Two weeks. And I'm like, I kept saying to my roommates, I probably dislocated my jaw. And they're like, get an x ray. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. I still haven't. So I'll never know what happened. So is it still like that? No, it actually oh. stopped after about two weeks. My teeth feel like they line up correctly. It's just sometimes <laughs> okay. when I like open my mouth up really wide really to hurts. eat, like if I'm chowing down on a burger or something, or like if I'm chewing, it just, I feel this ache. Yeah. And, like, there's a squeaking noise. You should probably get that figured I out. I should, but I don't. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I'm scared to find out the truth. Right. Before you're, like, 40, you know? Yeah. Um, and if also, like, <laughs> I don't want to have my parents pay more money because I'm under their insurance, but, like, they still have to pay. Yeah. So, I'll just suffer, honestly. <laughs> I'm fine right. as is. So, yeah, that's a really good quality though that you want to put other people before you. you yeah, know? sometimes. <laughs> oh, sometimes, okay. Well. I've learned over the years that I need to focus on myself a lot more. Okay. I'm still, I still do, like... like, self-improvement kind yes. of thing? Yes. Okay. Um, in the past, I've, I was always more concerned with how other people felt, especially, like, how other people feel about me. Okay. Um... I think everybody struggles with yeah, that. Yeah, everybody does. It's, it's a pretty normal thing, but right. it got so bad, like, freshman year after something happened that I'm like, I just need to focus on myself because right. I have never done that. Because I, I, I've noticed all the way through high school, I've never been by myself. I've always had, like, a girlfriend or yeah. just some group of people who always had my back. And while that's good... It kind of means that I've never had my own personality. I'm, yeah. I've never made something out of myself. So after freshman year, I tried to do that, and I struggled a little bit with all the stuff that was happening in Noble Team. And 
the the turning point for me was when I met Little League, Seth, Drew, and Neil. They right. really helped me form an actual personality that wasn't just based off of other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's awesome. And they helped me kind of get my shit together. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's yeah. a phenomenal. And, and now, I'd say, I, I mostly focus on myself, but I, I still do take other people into account. Or I, I at least like to think that I do. Right. Yeah, like, I like to be, I want to be just nice and friendly to people. Yeah, and that's very can. evident with you. You're oh, a very, really? you're a very you. engaging person. Thank you, yeah. yeah. I try to, like, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to just sit on my phone the whole time and bore people to death. You know, I want to be, like, in the moment. But yeah. I also want to think about myself as well. That's what so. I struggle with currently is being in the moment. Really? I always want to think about the future, and then it makes me feel scared. You get stressed the, out about yeah, the future. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I do a lot. Right. Um, yeah, the future is very stressful. Scary, yes. Yeah. Especially when we're just trying to get our foot in the door in an adult world, yeah. especially during a pandemic. Right. And I find that just not thinking about it helps. Right. Um. You know, your your chances are your parents, like mine, are always like, oh, you have to have a plan. You just got to have yeah, a plan. A what plan. are you going to do? What are you going to do? Right. And I find it really stressful when they do that because it, I just have to go with the flow. It yeah. doesn't help me when I make a plan because my plans usually fall apart. Yeah. If I go with the flow, I can adapt accordingly and I can act from there. Right. And that's worked for me. Right. But it, it really doesn't help when people are, like, pressuring you, like, hey, what's your plan? Like, what what's your five-year plan? What's your ten-year plan? <laughs> yeah, and and no. I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm yeah. just going to do what I'm doing. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think I think with a plan thing, it's more important to learn, know full, your full plan when you're, like, 30. That's just my opinion. Because I think your 20s is, like, the last, like, playground of, like, when you're, when you're like, I'll have my young. shit together, hopefully, when I'm 30. But right now, this yeah. is a time where I figure out my place in the world and you know plans are just that they're plans they always right. have a chance of falling apart or changing yeah yeah well, the only plan <laughs> you legitimately need is for money yeah that's it right but everything else as long as you've got money and you have an idea of what you're doing right you can go with the flow for a long time yeah it's good to try a lot of different things too yeah. i think like i'm thinking about doing maybe a peace corps after college honestly cool. <laughs> i might <laughs> I think it would be cool now to Now, keep even, in mind, like, I'd rather yeah. die... Well, I, I'd well, rather fucking eat my own left testicle than serve this country. Oh, I was like... But I might here. join the National Guard someday okay. just to pay off my student loans <laughs> if I'm really having a tough time because right. they have, like, a 100% repayment plan. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, do I don't really want to, Yeah. but I have... It's like the easiest option out of all the military branches yeah what do you even do in the national guard i don't even know i don't know <laughs> it's like, i know I'm you like, can help respond to like natural disasters that's one of the things you do right you get benefits obviously yeah. like big benefits. no i'm not trying to disrespect anybody who is serving i'm just saying yeah i'm I built would, different yeah. well you said <laughs> there might be a civil war anyway so yeah. like who knows who's I, I simply would rather not serve the country. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. I think it would be cool also to work, like, fight, like, with climate change, like, try to, like, continue to fight it. Well, that you'd want to go in a science area first. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Public health. Well, I could be a spokesman for the World, um, world Wildlife 
foundation, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm just throwing ideas, you know. But you know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like the future is the malleable. It's malleable. It's uncertain. You, the only choice you have, and I learned this from Eeyore. Yeah. Is, uh, I'm trying to remember the philosopher. <laughs> it's it's it the guy. No, it's not Aristotle. It's oh Diogenes. Oh yeah, Diogenes. He literally just it's stoicism. Yeah. Is just accepting that life is out of your control and to just kind of submit to it. Right. And I think it's a good. Isn't that kind of like Dawism? Like, yeah, a little bit. Because yeah, Dylan Cipher so. is really into Dawism. Um, like I mean, I'm not gonna quote him on that. He can confirm. I mean, that. Diogenes just lived in like a ceramic, like <laughs> giant tub in public. Is that a guy who like didn't shower at all? He yeah, just, like... he gave up all his possessions because he said, "Fuck it." Right. It seems like a lot of people are kind of hopping on that train. You yeah, know? but. So is that kind of how you feel sometimes? Like, I think it, I'm trying to accept get stoicism, get into yeah. it more, right? because it makes sense to me. Yeah, because if you think about it, I mean, nothing is actually completely real. It's like everything is just an idea, you know? Everything is an idea. Well, things are real. You have material things, but how badly do you actually need them? Right. Yeah. Yeah, materialism is very... Um, I don't know. I'm not a big materialism. Like people who like do like research on materialism. Like oh, I, I mean, need you this have kind all these. Car. We all have all these belongings. You have that. Well, TV, yeah, we do you have, have this couch. Yeah, you I have know. This apartment. So I guess you're saying. What is stopping us from going and living in a car with like the bare minimum? Right. As long as you're happy doing it, do it. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but I don't need like a massive house. You yeah. know what I'm saying. But where where my views on stoicism come from is the fact it's like I was talking about earlier. It's just. Needing, not needing to have a plan. Yeah. I think it's okay if people don't have a plan. Right. Because I don't know many people who have a plan. They're kind of just doing what they're doing. Right. Do you think you're ever? Do you think you're ever gonna get like married or anything? I definitely want to get married. That's my current dilemma. Um, I, I guess I can kind of get into it. Um. Because <laughs> I don't know if I'm my freshman get married, year but... I got broken up with. And, like, obviously I'm over that now, but after that I kind of shut myself away from... Relationships. Or... From relationships or just, like, even trying. And, yeah, yeah, I did focus on myself, but I feel like in that time period I have lost the ability to be able to tell if someone is interested in me or not. So I hmm. just... I, I I talk to... Girls. These, and... these yeah. girls, but then I just... I kind of just keep it friendly. I like I yeah. don't try and move forward because You're I'm like, what if? Because I, I can't tell. No, right. I like I want yeah. a relationship. I want one badly, but I'm like, I don't know how to tell anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, hey, hi, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You kind of just sitting there awkwardly. And I'm like, I don't know how to move forward. Right. I mean, I think with girls, I don't want to like force anything. Yeah, I like, don't. I, I'll like ask somebody out. It's easy like, to creep people out. Is right, thing. and I don't want to do that well like, yeah you want to get like I think, and then yeah they say oh i got homework but even then i have trouble know? doing that step because like i i what if they say no <laughs> like well, i don't even know if they're just deal. talking to me to be friendly or just like if they're interested in me right i feel like girls are afraid to like straight up reject men because they're worried that they could get like a violent they could trigger like an angry i wish more reaction. girls would ask guys out themselves <laughs> right 
<laughs> that would alleviate some I think you're just worried about like how guys would react. So well, that's yeah, it's why a I similar. To... I wonder how it feels. <laughs> right. Well, no, I mean, but what I'm saying is like, that's why they kind of say stuff like, "Oh, I got homework," or oh, yeah. I mean, I know I'm capable of getting a girlfriend. I've done so many times in high school, but it's just like this one, this one scenario caused me to like to lose it all. Well, I mean, but you got it. You should be able to grow. Try to grow from. I have grown. It's just now I need to. I have. It's like I have grown, but now I just need to relearn everything I was capable of doing in high school. You got to be a master of your domain. Yeah, (laughs) but. I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't. I'm not like going for a girlfriend. I just whenever I see girls, you know, I try to be as charming as possible. You know, try to be funny. You know, I find myself. Yeah. Plus, if I good. do get in a relationship, I want to know that that's the person that I could spend. Right. A good amount of time with. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not looking to settle down. I'm not looking to like waste time. So. Yeah, I'll I'll settle down, like in my thirties. That's what I mean. Yeah, like because that's what worries me. There's a lot of girls that are like looking to settle down now it's like bro we're only 20 like, yeah. like bro i don't want to get married like i gotta figure out my own life you know especially like if they want to get married after college like, a few months it's like oh, we've uh, only known each other for a few months yeah it's like I, i'll admit i used to kind of be that way because i was a stupid high school idiot but yeah well that's <laughs> how a lot of people go through that I think. yeah did you ever like have you ever gone on a blind date no Oh, it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like the idea of that. I feel like it'd be really awkward. Like, I'm already awkward as is, but... I enjoy them. I mean, it's just entertaining. Because even if it goes bad, now I got a story. <laughs> you know, that's like you my... gotta find... See, I wish I could look at it that way. That's my but... philosophy with anything. If, if any scenario goes See, horribly with... bad, I have a good story. I think my friend Neil has rubbed off on me in that way. To yeah. where, like, if something happens, your dignity is the first thing you... you... Excuse me. Your dignity is the thirst is the first thing that you think about. Like for example, if Neil or I like get hurt, yeah, or like trip and fall in front of people, we're not worried about ourselves. We're worried about like we gotta get out yeah, of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that yeah, like fight or flight kind of. You thing. gotta look at everyone. And be like, you didn't see that, right? Because I'm very true. much like that now. Yeah, well, that's like not even tripping and falling. Yeah, even if, at like a party, if you spill a drink or something. Yeah, because if I have, a, I'd be like that if I had a bad date or like fuck <laughs> nobody can know about this Dude, i've had weird experiences but oh no doubt i mean i've had like, weird experiences too but... some of these dates it's just, <laughs> it's just like some people are so secretive and you... i mean at least you're pulling dates <laughs> well i don't know i'm not like some player or anything i just i don't know like i said just try to be charming and a girl if they're interested i'll go on a date we'll see what happens yeah but how can you tell if they're interested <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm eternally stuck in the, oh, they're just being friendly. Right. I gotta read more books, maybe, or actually just ask a girl, you know? Yeah, I gotta just bite know, a like, bullet and ask a girl. Yeah. But having a girlfriend is not, like, the, the end all. Like, I, like, some people are like, I need to be in a relationship yeah, to be happy. No, I, I don't think that's I a good philosophy. I am looking for something where I can have a best friend and a partner in one. Right. And, like build yeah, onto yeah, it that's a great thing to look for you know i'm looking for a sandwich a good sandwich i'm looking of, for like an oreo one of those cartoon <laughs> i'm looking for one of those cartoon ham sandwiches to where like <laughs> it's like bread. bread cheese meat bread cheese meat bread cheese meat like yeah it just keeps building up right i'm looking for that in the term of a relationship 
yeah. just want to keep making a bigger sandwich with someone. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. There you go, you know. So, yeah. If you would like to make a bigger sandwich with me, you can find <laughs> me at 614-589. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did actually use part of my real number. <laughs> right. This is a great platform to, you know, meet women, you know. Yeah. So, on a sandwich. <laughs> You can meet women on a sandwich. We got a lot of great female viewers. So shout know, out to do all you? the female. No, we do. We have. We actually do. Like who? And by we, I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to name drop. You know, people from high school that I've had on the show. All right. So they they enjoy the show. They're like, this is so much fun. You know. Wow. Like, hey, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like riding a bike. You know, once you start, you don't want to stop. You know. <laughs> Until you trip over and get a concussion. I'm looking at you, Dylan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's gonna be like, yeah, this is coming from someone who fucking fell off a scooter. <laughs> right. Why everybody makes mistakes, but that's why we fall so off the scooter, so we know not to. Yeah, well, we know not to fall off a scooter next time. So. <laughs> I mean, you can say that you're not going to fall off a scooter next time, but it's still going to happen ev- inevitably. Well, you, you want to avoid... You, you yeah, it, no, I don't actively go out looking to fall off my <laughs> scooter. Goddamn, Danny. That's like if you got in a car crash. I'm like, well, now we know not to get in a car crash. Well, well now... It's not like you're going for Now that, that I've had like... one, it can never happen again. Right. Some car <laughs> crashes are around here are bad. I remember... Uh, shout out to Giovanni. Uh, do you remember Giovanni? Yeah, he uh, he got like rear-ended by somebody this summer. Or did Giovanni summer, listen to this? I have no idea. I mean, well, I have a Giovanni story. There was one time I went out to the bars with... It was me, Seth, Giovanni, and Dylan. Oh, is this for fake patties? No. Or? No, oh, okay. It was... This summer? Or maybe it was. I forget. But, um, Giovanni is... And, and I'm trying to say this in the most loving way possible. <laughs> Giovanni is an instigator. Um, okay. Because when I went out to the bars with him, it was all going well. And then we went to the loft and Giovanni surprised us with tequila sunrises. I didn't ask for one, but he, he kept pressuring us to drink it. Yeah. And, you know, like, this is tequila. This shit is strong. Um, yeah. Um... So I was taking my sweet old time with it, and then Giovanni's like, "Hurry up!" Is <laughs> it yelling at you? Yeah, he was like trying to get Seth and I to like hurry, and then I I gave him to peer pressure, and I I was gone fast. <laughs> he did the same thing with Long Island Ice Tea. Oh yeah, at Razor. Um, yeah. <laughs> so whenever that happens, we we now call it a a pulling a Giovanni. Right. Yeah, he used to do that. Like at parties yeah. last year. Like, that man I remember can... there was like half a bottle of wine. He's like, oh, Danny's going to drink the whole thing. Oh, He got a whole living room to chant my name, and I didn't drink it. <laughs> one time I walked in to, to one of the parties, and he's like, hey, man, we're doing shots. I come over here. So like, we did like three tequila shots in a row. Yeah, no. It's like five minutes <laughs> into the party, and then he's like, you want a Jack and Coke, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Giovanni like, is strong. such an instigator like, when it comes to alcohol, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It's scary. It's, yeah, well, it is kind of scary. I, I was not feeling it <laughs> that next morning. I'm like, dear God. Yeah, <laughs> I got never gotten that, that bad before. Yeah, I got sick that night. I was... Dude, Seth had to basically be the mother figure that, that night because he was like, I was not balancing at all. I mean, it's funny. It's just... It is. It's like, come on, girl. I, I, I had a fun memory of that night. It's, it, 
I, I love Giovanni so much as a yeah. person because of that. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he really is. Hope Shout he's doing well. Right, yeah. Shout out to Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, that's where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, don't, if you don't mind me asking, how long have we been going on for? Um, we've been going on pretty long here. It looks like an hour and 50-some minutes. All right, we should wrap it up in about... Oh, uh, we can wrap it up whenever ten minutes. it feels natural. Yeah. I'd call it 10 minutes, just so we don't give our listeners here a huge time commitment. Right. Two hours is... I'm starting to give them a lot of time. The last episode's of a record. Me and Alonzo went two hours and fi- 13 minutes. Two hours, 13? All were right. You a, were you a viewer for that one? Or? I still have to finish it, and then after that I have to watch the one you did with Dylan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you caught me lacking. I did, yeah. <laughs> You gotta watch some of the older ones too, because it's good to hear people you don't know. <laughs> you know, you can hear those Waterson people, and you'd be like, "Whoa, look, look at that!" Babe, wake up! New Callahan Corner yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, people get fired. Like, they see it. They're Ooh, like, crispy wow. rice. Crispy rice. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, but let's like, let's wrap this up. I'll do a closing question. No, 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 no. We can keep going. I'm not done yet. Oh, you aren't done yet. I want to beat your record. <laughs> oh, now you want to beat the record? <laughs> Maybe. Together. We'll see how far we go. What? Oh no. Hey. Oh, we got someone jumping in hey, here. Hey, come here. <laughs> Uh, you, I'm gonna go two hours and fifteen minutes just to spite you. Oh yeah, I'm about to go back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Next volume, we're doing multiple volumes. Like I said, this volume one. There's gonna be volume two. Then we're gonna have volume three. You know, the volumes are never gonna end. Like when I'm forty years old, we're gonna be on volume like what eighty. I mean, you're gonna be the next Joe Rogan. I am. What about the next Dan Callahan? Well, there's only there's only one Dan. Ooh, Callahan. I like that that train yeah. of thought. Yeah, I mean, I like Joe Rogan a lot, but it's like. But why try and emulate someone? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is like the 99 cent version of Joe Rogan. It's similar. I just have a random person on, and we talk for well, like two hours about. You haven't asked me if I've tried illicit drugs yet. Illicit drugs? Whoa! <laughs> oh, I got some market in here. Whoa! It's but, Alonzo. But anyway, yeah, for, for people who don't see the video, there is no video. Like, so you're just hearing audio. See, that's but. that's where that's a major difference between your podcast and my podcast. There's video. I have video. You think, volume two, maybe we'll get video. If you need someone to operate cameras, sure. But Wait, oh, good luck editing that stuff. Well, I don't know. What a if I don't time. edit any of it? Then you hire me on and you pay me to edit. How much would I pay you? I don't know. I'd probably Too charge much? you like 15. 15 for 15, 30. I don't know. For a whole volume? Or? It depends on how long, honestly. <laughs> if you go, I'd say. I would say a good rate to have is 25 for an hour. Okay. Yeah. For an hour? Yeah. That's fair. So if I do 30 episodes and all the episodes are two hours, it's 60 hours. 60 times 25, 25 is, is a lot. <laughs> so. I mean, listen, that's like below what it's most like, editors would ask for anyways. I don't appreciate myself that much. Right. Wait, 25 times 60 yeah, you just paid me fifteen hundred right there. You better get to work there, bub. If you start making money off this podcast, <laughs> I don't know if we're, ma- we're we'll, we'll make money. We're making money. We're making. See, this is your thing about money. You mentioned money earlier, but you know, your impact on other people. You know, the kindness you give to other people. That is the most valuable currency there is. You oh, know I don't I mean? deny that, but like, I can't pay my rent with the impact with I have on <laughs> people. <laughs> well, you can go to the landlord and just be very kind. There's I can rent. go to my landlord and give him a hug, and he'll be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Get off of me!" <laughs> You're like, "This is for my rent. <laughs> <laughs> this, is for, this is my monthly check. Bring it in." <laughs> See, if only if only the world would operate like that. If 
Fred Rogers was our leader, right? Even though he's dead, <laughs> Fred Rogers. I think even Mr. Rogers placed an importance on money. I hate to. Oh, he did. Yeah, I think you know everybody's got to get paid. Right. Mr. Rogers is a great guy. Though. He was. I yeah. Just I saw a, in your kindness. I saw a movie called "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Oh yeah! Oh, you I was crying. Yeah. I was crying by the end of it. Yeah, the, docu- it was, the documentary. Right? Yeah, it was yeah, like a, that's a great. Doc- and Tom Hanks played him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I was in tears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mr. Rogers is a. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be really interesting if he was alive, in this moment. Yeah, I wonder what he'd be he'd all for climate say. change. He'd probably be like trying to stop, fight it. I know but his his wife said that he would have hated Trump. Trump. Yeah, yeah, I could see which that. is a no brainer. Well, you know, children. Hey, the children need to have the, Hi. the play story books and the. If you don't read them the stories, they can't go to bed, <laughs> and then they get no sleep, and then they'll be tired the what next if, day. What if he was on like Joe Rogan? That'd be hilarious. Watch well, it. I don't like uh, when I don't people like... make fun of me and my puppets, but you I know, don't like when people I guess ask they me if I do intention. drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rogers. I brought my puppy here, the king. Yeah. What was the king's name again? Hey, who Is it knows? just the king? Yeah, King Ernesto. And I fuck with the trolley. The trolley is yeah. badass, yeah. It's a beautiful day in, in this neighborhood. neighborhood. A, a beautiful, beautiful day for a neighbor. neighbor. People listen to you are like, whoa. Won't just, you be mine? They're like out of it right Won't now. Won't you be mine? But what are your thoughts on like drugs? Like, um, <laughs> No, I'm glad you asked You this. brought it up. Because I, I, have you seen the documentary, Have a Good Trip, about LSD? No, I do want to try LSD, it's gr- Oh, really? You're the first person I've met. That's where I'd pull the line. Because I do know someone. My old roommate has access to that kind of stuff. Interesting. I've done weed. I prefer edibles because I do not like smoke. smoking. It just, I don't like coughing that much. <laughs> and plus, think, I think weed's pretty overrated. It can be, yeah. I think it's it's not overrated. It's just overhyped. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, and everyone, I, I love the people because in like, high school overreact on on like when they get high, like, whoa, dude, I'm tripping, <laughs> I'm hallucinating right now. I'm like, that no, doesn't happen. Yeah, I know this guy. Uh, I get really philosophical. Like I, um, I had it or whatever recently, and I was talking about how like the future and portals and <laughs> the rug and. Anyway, that's not really important, but what's important is, like, in high school, all these people are like, dude, weed, man, like, I'm a philosopher. Like, you're not a philosopher. Aristotle was a philosopher. And, yeah. like, second of all, it's like, okay, so there's all this hype, like, weed's so bad, it's so dangerous. When you try it, and you're like, okay, I was goofy. I was, I'm not really, I'm not exploding or anything. Do you, you want to know, know what I think about drugs in general? I think... There's a couple facets to this, actually. Um, first off, I think our war on drugs has definitely made certain drugs a lot deadlier. Oh, yeah? Because they've outlawed certain materials that you need to make these drugs, and then they get replaced with stuff like fentanyl, which is deadly as shit. Um, and obviously you have the whole uh, criminal justice aspect of it. I don't think people who are addicted should be sent to jail, but rather to rehab. Yeah. I, I think... Well, then here's another question. Somebody who was on the show said addiction isn't real, and he was giving a whole argument 
this is the same person that thinks climate change isn't real. So. Fuck him. Fuck him, dude. <laughs> you don't like this person. They're just stupid. Whoa, okay. <laughs> There's yeah. science to back up addiction. Well, he's like, how much can you trust science? <laughs> okay, that person has lost all credibility. Whoever you are, you're you're an actual dumbass. Fucking, <laughs> fucking. Okay, come on. I mean, watching too much hey, I mean, QAnon, huh? You watching I, QAnon, I, I actually, listening to where we go one, we go all type shit. Hey, you fucking. I, I, I actually, I'm sort of friends with this person. <laughs> I'm not. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sure he's a lovely dude. Yeah, he's a, he has good. Besides all those aspects. I, I'm I'm positive he's <laughs> just deep down eyes. he's a good person, <laughs> but good people can be stupid. Fascinating. Yeah, it's but, quite fascinating, isn't it? Oh, that's very fascinating. Oh, wow. some people are smart. It's some people Tuesday, are Tuesday, isn't it? Whose voice is that? Any <laughs> British person. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Yep. Cool. I've been thinking. Uh, me and my roommates were thinking about going into voice acting. Oh yeah. Yeah. My roommate Drew can do like a really good impression of Duke Nukem. Yeah. And then we can kind of do a good solid Snake impression. Can you do a Heath Ledger Joker impression? I'm not sure. That's hard. Why so serious? You know. Let's see what we're working with here. Uh, <laughs> where? No, it's my favorite. It's not a line. bad cock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a solid 9.5 out of 10. One of, my, one of my favorite lines in Dark Knight is when um, when he's holding Rachel like out of a window. Joker is, and Batman's like, hey, let her go. And he's you're like, like, poor choice of words. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. And then but, Seth does a good Yoda impression. Cause we <laughs> can you do a good. Do, uh, Tarantino's a good one, too. He's like, well, yeah, I was, I was writing the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. You know, when I, when I listen to music, because you know, thanks, <laughs> thanks to Zach, we all have this fucking meme where we just have characters going, hmm, burger. <laughs> so Seth can do a really good Yoda impression of that, where he's like, hmm, burger. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Colonel. See, this is, this is the benefit of sticking around. You get to hear impressions. Big burger, Colonel. Yeah. That's my snake impression. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But if you could... Okay, let's do a closing question. And we should probably wrap it up. I think, we, I think we're... How long? Well, or we can just skip closing question. Right. I think we're at good old two-hour, one-minute mark. So... Yeah, we'll do a closing question. I'll, I will... I will concede with Alonzo. I will let him keep his, <laughs> his title of longest episode. All right, you're proud of that? Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Well, because I am a fair person, Daniel. Very fair. Yes. Yep. Awesome. All right. <laughs> oh, I do got to ask you, how long oh, yeah. does it usually take you to upload your episodes? Because I'm long. an egotistical bastard who likes to listen to his own voice, and I just want to know when I can. Oh, well, what I do, <laughs> I upload it in the morning. So, like, I wake up. And, um, it's like 8 a.m. We gotta get a picture that uh, you can advertise well, this with. Well, I mean, Alonzo filmed it, so yeah, but I'll we gotta screenshot it. That's and... not how I do things. We gotta get a weird picture. Yeah, you see, this guy, okay, everyone listening, this guy's a pro. I mean, this dude's just super professional. No, I'm unique is what it is. We gotta do something, we gotta do something unique. I'll like figure it out after, or... when we're done, you and I will take a picture together, but it's not gonna be a normal picture. Okay. 
All right. Interesting. And this is it's what you're going to use to advertise. No, no. <laughs> I, if you, if that was the case, I would have brought one. <laughs> I should wear it. Once we do live ones, maybe I'll wear suits to all the episodes. You know what I'm thinking? Maybe not. You see that like entrance to the hallway? Yeah. We could do like both of us like peeking over the, the, the like corner. <laughs> As like as yeah oh yeah yeah let's do that let's do that the mics on the ground yeah yeah we'll have Alonzo take it for us all right yeah shout out to Alonzo for being a real G yeah the roommate of the year yeah roommate of the year roommate at fried chicken and waffle I can't believe you haven't gotten any fried dude I I, it's because I haven't had money for it but I they look (laughs) the advertisements you guys do for those it looks so good we're building a business here people from Columbus you know we got our own chicken and waffles you know we got nine dollars right no six dollars yeah for a plate yeah unbelievable (laughs) we have a podcast you know are you doing this every weekend yes every weekend man dedication next weekend. I'll have my $6 in hand for some chicken and waffles. All right. <laughs> what about, like, pasta dishes? Well, I mean, we might expand the menu in the future, but right yeah, okay. now... <laughs> off the books. Pasta dishes off the are books, tough. Off the books, Danny. How much money are you making off of that? Is off, it a, off of this? I yeah. don't know. It's all Alonzo. So is Alonzo make... making bank? Do we, have to, do we have to audit him? No, you're not going to audit him. <laughs> no. He's coming out, actually. You can confront him. Hey, Alonzo. Yeah. Yeah. You making a lot of money off of that uh, chicken and waffle business? Not a lot right now. <laughs> Do we have to audit you? No. <laughs> okay, good. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Right. Listen, I'll be I'll be there for that next next for Saturday. Saturday. I'll have six dollars in my G strap. Nice. For you to pick out personally. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot, Alonzo. Right. Exactly. For all the viewers out there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Danny, hey, what's yep. your closing question? Um, if you could own any dog at your apartment right now. Miniature Schnauzer. <laughs> Why? Because, okay. If any of you listening to this know me, and you know my, my sweet little angel, Oliver... Then you already know why I want a Miniature Schnauzer. <laughs> Is that the kind of dog you have in Columbus? Yes. What about a different dog? No. <laughs> like okay, I love I love all dogs, but Oliver has just stolen my heart. All right, he is my baby. Okay, I'm gonna pull up some pictures of him. Right. Okay. First off, we have the lock screen. Oh yeah, beautiful. look at him. Yeah, he's he's he looks like a cartoon character. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's got the biggest mustache, the biggest beard. Yeah, he looks like. And a he's dog. such a sweet boy. I just looks like one of those dogs in like a movie. That's here. He is with my dad. Oh, nice! Yeah, that like has to like tell him a story or give him exposition yeah. or something. Like, <laughs> he just looks so regal. Yeah, regal. That's a good word. Yeah, and honestly, miniature schnauzers, especially Oliver, he likes to think that he's human because he's a very talkative dog, and I don't mean that in the barking sense okay he just has all these like little grunts and groans that he does yeah like he'll (laughs) one time i asked oliver how he was doing and he just went (laughs) like that type of noise (laughs) or like when you put his leash on for a walk he knows he's going for a walk and he starts whining he's like <laughs> and he keeps doing yeah. that until you take him outside for How the walk. How old is your dog? He's seven. Okay. It makes me sad to see that. So he's 49 that. in human years? Yeah. Oh, stop. I don't like thinking about that. Right. I mean, smaller dogs live longer. Will he be here for the climate change crisis? No. Thankfully. 
Or aren't we in the climate? I just know, see, I have a plan to get my own miniature schnauzer someday, and if it's a boy, I'll name it Nico. Yeah, there you go. Or Obi. Obi. Obi's a cute name. Yeah. It's the only Star Wars name I would ever name someone. What about Phoenix? Phoenix? Nah, it's too serious. Uh, see, I want a German Shepherd. Oh, those are good of, boys. I have a lot of good ideas. Listen, they're like all George, good boys. I, I might name my dog Clooney. You know, after Clooney. George Clooney. Ooh, that's a good one. I might name See, my dog Phoenix. If you get a German Shepherd, those are really protective dogs. That's right. It's a, a good, good dog to have. But they also are prone to hip problems. Right. Uh, excuse or me. Robbie. That would be a good name for a dog. Roby. 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 What about like? Because then you could, when he's in in trouble, you could say Rut Roby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What about like uh, like Sanjay? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name. I don't know why you'd pick it though. Why not? Yeah. Sanjay. The universe is telling me to pick it. I maybe. just I love miniature shrimp. Nestle, Nestle. so much. They're just they're not too small. They're not too, too big. big. They're just they're right. Just right. And they're like little teddy bears. Yeah. Like little. <laughs> yep. Great oh. teddy bears. Alright, well, I think we should be wrapping it up here. See, I, don't, aren't so. you happy I, uh, I answered that question with such ease? Can I... Yep, continue. Can I uh, make a closing statement? Oh, of course, yeah, that's what you're here for. Alright, I'm here to say that if you like seeing four people of four different backgrounds fuck around and not do anything serious, <laughs> you should uh, look up NeverEnding Quest on YouTube and watch the hour-long shit. If you want me to, you want me to include like a link in the description? No. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Please don't. Alright. Um, I just... Disclaimer, this is something I know my parents wouldn't be proud of me for. Why? But I'm proud of it. Uh, and that's what matters, isn't it? Or? Or the never-ending... The never... The, oh, the hour-long yeah. shit. Didn't mean to make it about me. <laughs> no, no. This is this was like a normal podcast. I'm proud of it. I would show okay. this to my parents. Okay, awesome. I would not show my podcast to my parents. Are you going to send this to Scott, or... <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Send it to Scott. <laughs> Scott Hallgren, if you're listening, I'm sorry for that one project I turned in that was really inappropriate. Yeah, Scott Hallgren made it to the two-hour eight-minute <laughs> mark. Also, uh, I would like to personally thank Mr. Callahan here for having me. Of course. Yeah. You know, and also to piggyback off of that, if you're ever interested in being on Callahan's Corner and you have my contact information, I don't care if we're friends, even if we're acquaintances, just let me know. You know yeah, I'm Danny's open. a chill dude. Yeah, I just want to, I want you to, I want as many different perspectives, different ideas on my show. That's why we were talking about Caitlin Bennett. I think it would be interesting to have someone who's like pretty right on this, because like I'm, I'm more left. This was the first episode I've had actually in this volume, I think, since like episode <laughs> like four, where we didn't really get political. Because every episode I've brought up some kind of politics. So I'm glad we didn't get political. And, uh, it's refreshing. You if know? you, are wanting to be on a less serious podcast all right yeah on my podcast uh you can email us at never ending quest 18 at gmail.com right no capitals no spaces all are welcome right like even yeah. people from columbus can drive two hours yeah if you're willing to do so <laughs> the email is n-e-v-e-r-e-n-d-i-n-g Q-U-E-S-T-1-8 at gmail.com. Right. I'm not going to get any fucking takers, but you know, no, you, you you know what? Know. It's, hey. it's, it's, it's the thought that counts. 
Right. You know, I mean, I don't know if that, like, you can't have that mindset, you know? Yeah. Was, was uh, Joni Mitchell thinking that when she wrote Big Yellow Taxi? Probably, Probably. Not. <laughs> I mean, you've got to think about that. Well, I mean, don't it always seem to go? You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. All right. We should probably end this. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being a part of Callahan's Corner. And uh, stay tuned for the 25th episode of Volume 1. I'll be seeing you guys around. Yep. All right. Peace. <laughs>